You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 2, Episode 1. Welcome to season two of Thursday nights. I'm actually I'm I'm uh, I've made an executive decision and we're changing this to be season two retroactively. And the system tour will just be called the system tour, or we might call it like Thursday night sandbox. He's doing it like British style. Um, like that, those were specials. Those were specials. Do over. Do over. Those, those were all Christmas British. specials, and this is now series two. Just love uh, the reason we're doing that is because uh, we're not going to publish the. Oh, we're not going to publish most of the uh, system tour episodes as the podcast. And for the sake of the podcast listeners, um, I didn't want it to be like season one, and then there's one episode of season two, and now yeah. season three. So I decided to, this will be season two. It's our second major story. Uh, it really does not affect anything except for terminology and... Um, Some people... But, so. um, that's a good question. Uh, during the system tour, I really liked the, uh, the U configuration for the camera angle a lot. Um, I like it not having my back to it, and I think it's just a cooler. It's just a cooler thing. You can see all of us in a row, and it actually looks really nice. And he's a mirror of you. Like, oh yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is not okay. Swap seats. Swap seats. Quick! He's gonna steal my soul. I was like, you have the two tall Oh my God! How come I didn't notice this? And then I know that's funny. Um. Yeah. It feels natural. Overall. um... Yeah, Thought says he hasn't been using screens for a long, uh, long while now and kind of likes it. Yeah, I don't really feel a need for a screen most of the time anymore, but uh, maybe. So um, a couple announcements before we get started. First of all, we've chosen the system. We've chosen the system for our season two of the game, and it's Star Wars Edge of the Empire, as you can see here. Woo! I had to call around to like seven different game shops to find someone that had the beta rules uh, in stock and found a local game shop that had one used copy. So now we have the physical rules, which is nice, because we actually only had the beginner box before, which um, didn't have character creation or most of the regular rules. Um, we will not be playing in the Star Wars universe. Uh, we're playing in our own. Um, we're playing in our own world that is not Star Wars at all. Um, does not even resemble Star Wars. Uh, but um, still have the crawl. We're using the Star Wars as. Uh, we're using Star Wars as the as the mechanical base for what we're doing. It it, can, it, it reskins very well to the to the um, the campaign we have going here. I think that was all I had to say. I'm gonna My get the sound going. Oh, yeah, the same color as Greg. Oh, the big <laughs> the big innovation <laughs> that people are wondering. I'm going. You're gonna have to wait till the end of the. I'm going to I announce. It's a lighting thing. I think it's brown. The end of the episode. Really? Yes. <laughs> Okay. I will be announcing it at the end, the, the surprise that people have been uh, waiting for. Last week, last week they thought I said that. Last week they thought I said that, but I didn't actually. So at the end of the episode, there were a couple people that were really disappointed because they were under the impression that I was going to announce it. This week, I actually am saying it. So at the end of the episode, uh, you are going... <laughs> you suck, Greg. Um, so... <laughs> yes. Innovation is something that's going yes, to happen. Or there's not happened. Was yeah. the guy who did the vampire? Maybe. The I'm not going to give any more clues. Nice try, Sam. Uh, oh, did someone like ask me? That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, and Eric's yeah. one shot. Right. 
Yes, Eddie, Eddie has played on the Thursday nights before, never in the regular campaign, I believe. Always there, one it was always one-shots. It was always when I was absent, so I actually have not gotten to play with Eddie. Um, some other people at the table. Yeah, Kalen and I and Eddie ran a sort of a... Conan. Conan, Conan. Western Conan-esque Western. Yep. It was yeah. pretty fun. That, that was, was a lot of fun. my favorite Conan-esque Western I've ever played. It was the only Western. There were only two that you played. <laughs> All right. So, oh, I guess we should do introductions. Um, uh, it's new seasons. Yeah, I like that. We'll do it. It's this new season. Eddie, and that's the only person that's worth <laughs> Really? <laughs> Moving on. We'll, sta- we'll start from most important to least important. So, Eddie, you can go first. I'm Eddie. Um, I am brother-in-law to Sam. I've been here a couple times, I think, since some of you guys have recognized me. Yes, for one shots. Um, played a couple games with some with Kaylin and Sam separately. And just been a big fan. I think I've only been catching you guys on the podcast. I don't think I've ever joined in on the live chats before. Oh, well, now you are. You're, here you are in a big way. Hi, I'm Madeline. A lot of people call me Madsy. It's spelled M-A-D-S-Y. People spell it like a thousand different ways. It's really interesting. Um, I've done tabletop roleplay on and off a little bit. First time I ever played was actually with Greg when I was a little kid. And Sam is my older brother. And, yeah. Ready to have some fun. I'm Sam. Uh, frequently played Hugh in the la- in season one. That's right, season one. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy the day I figured out to call it season one. We were like, what do we call Stop that? Stop taking the spotlight off of Fine. Sam. Anyway, played, played Hugh back in, in season, season one. one. Uh, had a great time. I'm so glad we get to do season two. Um, and I get my sister and brother-in-law in on the action this time around. Although it's sad that we lost all our other many players. We didn't um, lose them. They've just moved to better they've places. They've just faded away. They've faded away. <laughs> what other players? <laughs> exactly. um, yeah, so a little I've bitter been playing there. D&D here as a regular for a long time, so hopefully it continues to be awesome. My name's Dan. Uh, Greg, people were saying Eddie's mic is a little bit low. I'll fix that. I like to order Greg around. He usually <laughs> does what I tell him to. As evidence. Mostly. We've gotten rid of him now. Now we can uh, actually. And if you need to know anything about me... Then C-C-Bus. you haven't earned knowing anything just about me. Now. Can we hear me okay? That's it. I know I talk in a deeper voice. So we'll maybe... just turn up your gain a little bit and yeah. it'll, it'll balance out. Greg does not have a twin brother. Okay, it's got to be the light. <laughs> no, he does. It's, it's yeah. totally his twin brother, it, it, guys. It, Let's go person, with this. In right. person, so I guess it's a little obvious. Yeah, I actually have red hair, first uh, of all. In person, they don't look but that much he's alike. He's a ginger. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. You can't use that word. That's their word. That is our word. All right, let's keep going. Sam. Dan, you finished, right? I finished. Um, All right, Kaylin, uh, Aurora, also co-writer of season one. Uh, yeah. yeah, good stuff. So, yeah, that's me. You guys all know me. So, hi. And I'm Greg, the game master. Now that we're not playing D&D, it's no longer the dungeon master. Uh, and I was the DM of season one. And that's all. I didn't have a character. I had you a bunch a of character. character. Yeah. That's we true. All remember our wrath. That's true. I did have. I had. I had a really important character. The Star Wars master. Uh, so I'm going to be the the Star Wars master this time. No, that's what I they don't call think it. That's a thing. The, no. the, that's the housewife one. Oh, it was a good time. <laughs> did I play a housewife? Once? <laughs> oh, I did. Fiasco. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fiasco. Uh, okay. So uh, without further ado. Oh, I wanted to ask the chat one thing. <laughs> There's always more ado, guys. This is, this is real talk. It's between me and you. Zoom there, in. None of them are here. 
Don't even look at them. Should we? Looking at me. Just eat a cookie. Or, just eat a cookie. I'm looking at my. Nobody, listen. I'm going to spoil the end of the of season two. Um, so actually, I have, I have a question for our viewers. So um, I obviously, Mike, uh, uh, Mike, one of our moderators in the chat said, uh, he said, you'll come to realize that Greg really likes his surprises. And that is true. What? And actually, I go to great effort to, uh, to keep things secret from viewers, from the players, uh, when I think it's a, a fun to reveal. And when I say fun, I mean fun for me. And really, I have no concern about if it's fun for other people. So uh, this is me making an effort to maybe, uh, to maybe grow up a little bit and change that. Uh, this actually extends beyond D&D, and they actually call it the Lobs Reveal to people that know us. Uh, my brother's the same way, and so is my father. Uh, just Jeez, so I wonder if there's Actually, the Lobs of... Reveal for Dan is something different, but I'll tell you that later. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's the question. So we've gone through, I've, I've, I've gone through great efforts to, not great efforts. It was very easy. People posted in the private forums and public efforts. forums. Uh, the main idea is, okay, we started this as an actual play podcast. Uh, I'll just address you guys because it's easier to talk to you than to talk to the Why camera when there are six camera? people looking at me. It's, it's not like you don't reaction. have experience um, around. So <gasps> we started this as an actual play. We started this as an actual play podcast. Uh, and the entire idea of an actual play podcast or live stream is to show the, uh, the process of playing a game like D&D or Star Wars or The Empire, tabletop role-playing, um, just completely honestly, and this is just a recording of our episode. Here's, it's, not just, it's not just telling the story. It's not just experiencing it as, as what story are we telling, but it's also about just the whole process of playing. And I've kind of, over time, changed that a bit to be more about having this be a story that we are building to tell to you guys uh, and tell to each other, but, but to tell to the viewers. And so what I'm curious is, do you guys... If you, I'm giving you a choice now. This is actually going to change the way I do things in the future based on the vote right now in the live chat. So, uh, for example, we uh, have posted a bunch of details about the campaign world that we're about to play in in our private forum. We have a, we have a private forum on the Thursday night's forums that only the actual players can access. Um, no one else is allowed to see it. Um, and some of our uh, in-person Trust friends me, you that don't go help there. us. We mostly use it for we, we use it for planning in real life things. You know, where we're talking about more sensitive things like our addresses and stuff. But we also use it to discuss the details of the story that we don't want to reveal to the viewers yet. For example, the entire campaign world. We have not we have not explained what the setting is whatsoever. Um, we've let it slip a little bit sometimes. But we've kept that secret. We also had an entire thread there where people were discussing their character concept ideas. People were throwing around ideas for maybe what they're going to be doing and how their characters are uh, will interact with each other and all of that. And it occurred to me that I was keeping it in the private forums because, to me, I was like, we're telling the story. This is like us writing a book or coming up with a movie. We don't want you guys to know it until until it's ready, until we start playing it. But... Uh, what occurred to me is that that's actually kind of contrary to what is kind of normal for the spirit of an actual play podcast. Uh, And so the question is, do you guys prefer having some of that information kept from you for the sake of getting to learn it as the story unfolds and as the story is revealed? Or would you prefer to have Thursday nights be more of the the full experience of playing playing and planning a D&D game, or I always call it D&D, but a tabletop role-playing game, um, including 
you know, the, 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 the planning and the out-of-character stuff, you know, the, the metagame discussion that ends up, you know, kind of spoiling some events to come, but, uh, you know, that's, that's the question. Can't you just have a forum, part of the forum that is that kind of thing and just let people self-select if they are that For kind me, of I have For me, I have to shift my brain to be one way or the other. I have to go... Anything that might spoil story, I'm keeping locked away in a vault, and anything that's not... It's a isn't. vault, but everyone has the key, and you they just can just use it if they want. Like spoilers or something. So I Kevin voted yeah, transparency. Everybody but three people so far have said, surprise us. Most of the responses, the, the immediate responses, are leaning towards surprise. Story is king. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, I think that's... I think it's a little bit of a testament to our season one story okay. that we told... An interesting story that people want. Um, the, the fact that people actually want to not be spoiled about our story makes me really happy because it means we're telling a story that um, w- that could be spoiled, and that's cool to me. Spoiled. So I'll keep spoiled. doing things the way we have. Uh, that being Ke- said... Kevin will spoil everything for you. Don't it's worry. perishable. Um, if this doesn't change anything. Someone said, what does Greg 2 think? They're going to call you Greg 2 for a long time. <laughs> actually, for a long time means forever. But, well, I mean, we know the this internet. is, it's the internet. When, when, when someone has decided that something is called something, that is what it is. It's why we call them memes. The real danger what is the when hell she starts mean? calling you Greg too. This is, my oh, sis, Greg my too. sister calls him Eddie Baby from Monty Python. Like every time. She's like, hey, what's up, Eddie Baby? <laughs> Do you think I could get used to calling him Eddie Baby? No. I'm already I, Personally, I would be okay with it, but. I like Edwin because his name is Edwin. His <laughs> name is Edwin. He is Edwin on the forums. He, he did register. They both registered on the forums. I did go by Red, but your form says a four-character minimum, so Ed and Red would not have worked. Oh. You could have done, like, can you do spaces? I can <laughs> cheat it. Underscore. <laughs> Underscore. I can change your name to whatever Red. you want, because I, I have the Ed, admin. Edwin box. honestly doesn't bother me. Edwin I'm, I'm not that picky point. about it. That's pronounced like this. How are you on there? Aren't you Dan? I don't remember. Yeah, he's How do you log in? Why would I ever log in? It fills in. This is 2013. <laughs> okay. No, it definitely just said, it just say Dan. It's All right. Dan, it's mine's Kalen. It's pretty simple. Damn. All I know is I tried I'm Ed. Sam. I tried Ed and was like, nope, not going to take true. it. I was like, well, <laughs> That's true. You tried Ed. We got Sam, Dan. Uh, <laughs> All the short names. He's, Fart451 in the chat said, if some people were able to read what was up, it would get discussed in the chat and it would get spoiled uh, for people that didn't want to be spoiled anyway. That's a good point. Anyway. But so surely if, no one so would do that. So if you were to make that. an option where some people can join the private forum, some people can't. Who would um, spoil a story for someone? Who would do something rude on the internet? So. I know, right? Surely not our chat group. Uh, that being you, said, you know so. Who you are. That puts me in a little bit of a weird position here uh, because I'm really excited about revealing a little bit more about the world that we're in. Um, in the first bit of actual gameplay. But since we're also doing character creation in which we can't help but discuss the world that we are in, uh, we are going to spoil it as a matter of course. It's a minor spoiler. But it's, you know, we haven't told them anything about what this world is. Uh, I've only told you guys. So that being said, we're going to start with character creation. I know that Kalen, uh, Dan, and Sam have done a significant amount of discussion on the forums about uh, some character concepts. I know it, especially Kalen and Dan, they've got some strong character concepts pretty much Locked in. I think you're just going to be writing numbers on a piece I'm of paper. I'm not kidding. At this point. We have a family tree. Yeah. So, um, and I think Sam, you've got a pretty good idea of what you want. Yeah. I don't know about um, uh, Eddie and I Madeline. I just started. You thinking almost of it said Greg too, didn't in. you? Did you seriously almost say Greg? You almost said Eddie, baby. I'll accept that just because <laughs> I've had to live with it for so long. So Greg too is not okay. No, I think I. 
What just, if I blur it all together? We'll just, know, keep, we'll just keep saying Arms race. Too. You're Eddie, okay. too. There we go. There we go. <laughs> We're just going to keep doing that and see which one sticks. Yeah. All right. I'm stubborn. I can do this. And, and then, after that, you're just Eddie and you're Greg. So, let's... Um, it's the animation. We're going to get started with uh, character creation now. So, today's episode is going to be... Um, character creation and then moving into the first bit of actual um, story that uh, if we can get to it I expect that we will Um, the Edge of the Empire character creation um, process is actually pretty damn quick Um, there are not a ton of decisions to make um, so I think um, I think we'll be able to do that I want to get let's get on I want to get the music set up so I think what I'll do is I'll guide us through the uh, mechanical character creation in a moment. So let's take this time to just talk about uh, your character concepts. And uh, if you are not sure what you want to do, let's just get that dialogue going and figure out what we want to do. Um, sky's the limit here. Um, you guys know about the um, about the non-human races that exist. I uh, see a little spoiler. bit of a spoiler there. You guys know about the non-human races that exist. So uh, if it's possible to discuss it without revealing too much about them, you can just say the names of their races, uh, their species, I suppose we could say. Story-wise, um, are we all sort of starting in the same general location, I imagine? Yes? You mean in the... Um, New York? You mean like Bjork. geographically? Yeah, geographically. Like where you are at the current time? Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll have some yeah, sort of thing that brings us all together despite our backgrounds or whatever. Yes. Do we know okay. what city we're in? Uh, we'll say... Um, Metropolis? We'll say... Um, yeah, you know what I want to do is Metropolis. I, it's it's a um, it is a major uh, metropolitan city uh, that does not metropolitan. What did I say? Metropolitan. Metropolitan city that is that is in the real world, uh, but is a fictional city for the sake okay. of me not having to ever worry about accuracy Continuity to that ours. actual city. <laughs> cool. Think. Um, I believe that's how Gotham and Metropolis work, right? They're on no, Earth. No, Gotham's real. They're on Earth, and they're kind of both New York. They're well, both like fake New York, right? I'm really bad at geography, so I actually kind of thought Metropolis they, was real. They, just so are you serious? Kind of. Gone. You're the major, okay? So, I wondered about <laughs> Gotham City, actually. Anyway, so uh, we'll say uh, East Coast major uh, metropolitan city, but uh, fictional. So, but in the United States. But in the United States. We're not, we're not going Russian. Okay. I will set up your chat for you. Uh, so you guys get discussing. I'm going to set up the last couple little bits of thing, uh, such as soundtrack. One quick question is basically we're okay to discuss everything that we're... We're not holding anything back in terms of character creation concepts. Only hold something back if you want to hold it back okay, from the viewers. <laughs> I completely respect that. Everyone knows... My character is a total unknown. Everyone knows... Uh, that's perfect. I, and you know what? You know what? Because of Brandis... And because of how, I mean, everyone knows, because of, they even said in there, they cited from? a specific example. If we knew anything about what Brandis was and who he was and how his story was going to go, it would have been a travesty that yeah. we, they didn't get to reveal oh, that. Brandis. And I love that Dan's first thing is, I'm not telling you guys a thing. <laughs> you don't want to give him a shadow. All right. Nobody actually sees him for the first, <laughs> but, you know, five rounds. Then we know something about him. We Let's, know he's a shadow and a drifter and a thumb. Oh no! Oh no! It's my been, just there. You've been hiding as much information as you said. He's a businessman and a family guy. He doesn't go anywhere. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay, we have some basic. 
character concepts. I don't know if we want to. Okay, do, do go for it, Cam. Okay, okay. So Alice Creighton is uh, about twenty six. She is a uh, a product of a failing foster care system. She's angry and uh, very angsty, but has a really great outlet in her kung fu training that she started when she was very young. You know, started skipping school, has terrible grades, and as a result, terrible intellect in general. But she makes her way through the world, winning prize fights at these, like, underground uh, MMA uh, fights, and is uh, very good at, uh, at has she, beating people. Has she people. ever killed someone in a professional fight? Um, once. Hmm. But not on purpose. Okay, And, it, like and it affected her greatly. Um, so, yeah, but that, yeah, that's happened. And she kind of goes with this whole, like, perpetual hoodie slash leather jacket combo. And with, like, huge Daft Punk, like, logo on the back. And it always keeps her hands wrapped like a boxer. And has, like, these crazy uh, falls in the front of her hair that are, like, orange. And then, like, half half her hair is pretty long, like, to her shoulders. And the other half's, like, totally shaved head. Hmm. So she's got kind of a very punk look. But she doesn't ascribe to the philosophy of the punk. She just kind of dresses that way. Hmm. And she's that you don't know and, from approaching you. Yeah, and, and beats people up for for pay for fun and profit. So you're playing your World of Darkness character? Yep, I'm playing my World of Darkness character, which I made before as kind of a prototype uh, to see how I liked it. And turns out I like I really like beating people up. So, so you gotta tell them what you posted on the forums, though, because everyone What did I post on the forums? There's a little story. Oh, my little story? Which what story? The one where she had to throw a fight, maybe. The one where she woke up. Oh, 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 that was just a little thing. Basically, that the events of the New World of Darkness campaign were a dream that she had had while she was watching, like, a zombie marathon, fell asleep with her earbuds in and listening to classical music, which I did then not filtered... Which then filtered Wait, really? in... No, I, I was like, that's a weird thing. Which it's like then, crazy doctor, like, is, she, is that just like a thing at Alan or something? What's going on? No, um, so that was all, like... It was all just a dream, hand waving, but um, but it had been drawn from things in her environment, and she's like really horribly messy, which I think is a family trait because it just seems like that. Oh, and both her parents are in jail for defrauding uh, little old ladies to the point where they can't like afford to eat Ponzi anymore. Schemes. Yeah, real Ooh. bad stuff. And she's never visited them. So she's related to like is it Bernie Sanders? Is that not the right guy? There's some guy who was. The big name went to jail for that. It starts with a P, I think. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, she she doesn't have a very good relationship with her with her parents at all. Okay. And uh, doesn't doesn't seek to repair that relationship. Cool. So there you go. She's she's violent and uh, can follow through. Clint Howard is the only one who knows the truth about fluorescent light bulbs. And their mind control abilities. And the fact that, of course the moon landing was real, but the International Space Station, that's bullshit. That's not <laughs> That's all a, like a soundstage in Acapulco. He's been there. He is... He's seen things. A conspiracy theorist. Oh, you so you are Paranoid. Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> yes. yes. Um, I've played uh, 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 scary, silent Batman characters before, and uh, I just don't have as much fun with it. Um, so yes, of course people are going to know, because it's important to know that Clint Howard is a little bit nuts. Is there an actor named Clint Howard? Of course. 
Does my Clint Howard look like Clint Howard? Of course. Of course that's also not his real name. Why would he let his real name be known <laughs> to the public? He's also burned off his fingerprints. With a hotel iron? With a hotel, with a motel, motel curling iron. iron. <laughs> Motels have curling irons? I'm going to set the scene. Like one. I'm going to really? set the scene real quick. Maybe. During character creation, I'm actually going to set the scene. Okay. Why are you okay. taking my... Because I don't have mine Aww. hooked up. Just hang I'm on. Sorry, I'm just what really like, yours? don't touch my mic. Uh, wow. In a police station. Waiting. To, uh, you know, f- people are filling out paperwork. And am I, uh, am I cuffed? And so this is the uh, yeah, no, not cuffed. Oh, thank God. They're uh, voluntarily. They're voluntarily. So that's why we get that's so there. I've said the scene. So wait, we're in a <laughs> all right. Who, wait, which who's cuffed? Okay. All no one. Nobody. No one's cuffed. Okay, I thought you said okay. We're in a police station. Sounds like we yeah. were called in for questions. Well then, there's asking us to tell us a little bit about ourselves. Yeah, yep. we're explaining. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Put Howard. Never tells the truth human? to uh, not so much peace out, but man? just people in authority. The man. man he lives from motel to motel yeah. because he doesn't want to be tracked by the people that know he knows the truth. Because he all of all of his money goes toward funding his researches on these corporations um, that he is trying to get to the bottom of, reveal all their stuff. He burns all his garbage. <laughs> and he makes his money under the table illegitimately. Uh, nobody gets hurt, kind of crimes. Maybe, or maybe a robbery, maybe a burglary. I'm sure some Burglar. credit card fraud in there, maybe. Maybe some credit card fraud, but um, tr- uh, you know, usually you know, going after places that have like big insurance. Sticking it to the man. Exactly. And then that, but that's not his motivation of doing the crimes. It's basically he does that because that's like the crime. That's the kind of stuff he can stomach the easiest, and then takes that money and use it for. A crazy paranoid gun. Revealing the truth. A gun collection. Does he have a website? Use it to bribe. That's pretty mainstream. I know, man. I mean, it's not. Does he have a bulletin board in the park? I'm sure he's got pamphlets. He has pamphlets. He does. He has pamphlets, (laughs) which he leaves at laundromats. Exactly. So um, he throws away like the. the, Don't use this detergent. It is trying to kill you. What are the pamphlets you always see in laundromats? I'm forgetting the religion they're always from. Chick tracks. No, not chick tracks. It's. They're the other ones who knock on your doors, not Mormons. Jehovah's. That's one. No. Yes, Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses. Witnesses. You like? It's I don't the, know. Oh, Watchtower. The Watchtower. The watch there you go. go. So it's right next to the Watchtower. Is, is the truth the about truth. the truth? The truth about <laughs> should, like, the truth. He should like. He should like get himself little business cards and slip it into the Watchtower. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. Everyone's opening. Man, this is so fulfilling. I really understand what's all about. <gasps> Moon landing. The truth. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> the Jehovah's Witnesses, we need you to stop. <laughs> Please stop doing that. Um, and that's uh, that's his story. Uh, do we want to reveal... How old is he, roughly? Is he, like, young like, guy? 30s, 40s, late, 50s? Late 30s, early 40s. Okay. Basically, he probably looks older than he is because he... Because that's what like, did to him. That's what the truth does to you. Only eats hot pockets. Because those are the things that are processed enough to get rid of the radio signals. Well, they come in those little microwave boxes, which is basically wrapped in tinfoil, exactly. so you know the government can't exactly. touch them. Exactly, they can't <laughs> Hot Pockets knows what they're doing. Hot Pockets is tamper-proof. It's the one true company out there. Um, this is Clint Howard's life. He lives on Hot Pockets. Um, he, he looks like Clint Howard, so he looks off. He looks a little crazy. Um, 
even Clint like Howard is watching. Look up Clint Howard. We love Howard. you, man. We look love up you, Clint Howard. Howard. Pictures, even at like award ceremonies and stuff, like it's like normal, normal, normal because he's wearing a tux and it gets to his face and you're like, oh, I don't like him. <laughs> he's up to something. There's a fantastic picture of him glaring at his wonderful brother. Um, well, I can't remember his name now. Brother Famous Howard. Director. Ron Howard? Ron Howard. Really? Yes, there's there's a picture of they're like in like an award ceremony or something like that, and Ron Howard's like, hey, I'm Ron Howard, and Clint Howard is behind him just going. <laughs> like, that's how their entire life has been, you know it. Anyway. Let's continue that. Anyway. Um anyway, um Clint that also I th- I, th- I think it would be interesting to I think it'd be useful to put strong connections between our characters. We don't have to hammer that all out now. But uh, one connection we have right now is Clint Howard. Is Alice Creighton's uncle. So he's related to her mother. Or father. Okay. Just saying it would explain a little different last name. Clint Howard it's isn't his, his real name. name. Right, that's okay. Oh, you that makes I sense. got okay. you, Sam! I got you! <laughs> I'm just thinking. We already had this conversation. Um, so she already knows door. his uh, real last name. I feel, and I so feel maybe, really inadequate now. You know? <laughs> nice! Nice! Um, oh. so Clint they Howard... They can't actually see your notes, you really, um, right? Uh, so Clint Howard, maybe... We're still going to around some details, but maybe can just throw this vibe out there. Uh, My dad's he, name is Gabby Ron. Exactly. Exa- <laughs> <laughs> um, that, uh, that, you know, so her... So, so Alice got screwed by the system, and by her deadbeat parents who were in jail. Maybe Clint Howard, even though he basically was... It's not like he was around, like, being, like, a fun uncle kind of thing. No, he, he was, was not fun one. uncle. He was crazy uncle mentioned. Definitely, mentioned yeah. Mentioned sometimes. So maybe you they didn't know each other You go over to his house and you have to wear a freaking tinfoil hat all the freaking time. And he feeds but you, like... His house? He has a tent in the backyard. It's yeah. <laughs> and he feeds you, like, Cheerios and Sprite and stuff like that. He has like a tent that. under the overpass. He has, he has <laughs> a storage crate over by the, the overpass. He has a tent over the overpass. Which Don't want to go underneath. That's where they get you. Which is under another overpass. Everyone knows people are under the overpass. It's like in the overpass. So, so maybe the tiny, the tiny bit of responsible bri- part of uh, Clint's brain feels a little bit responsible that the aliens put there. That he dug out their chip <laughs> with a spoon. That he feels a little bit responsible <laughs> that she's gotten screwed by the system that he hates so much. And uh, so while he doesn't like take care of her, she basically takes care of herself better than she he takes. Would. Oh, he she takes care of herself <laughs> better than he takes care of himself or her. So. He, um, but he keeps an eye out for her, so, you know, Leaves like... pamphlets in my mailbox. And basically, not unheard of, if he's yeah. gonna go do some illegal activities, he knows he could count on Alice, and Alice could at least count on him to be crazy. So if she was in a situation where she needed a crazy, crazy person, you depend on crazy. Wait till I get my uncle involved in this. Sounds anyway. like you're great for distractions. Yes. He's a gun nut. Not like American gun nut, like gun nut, like, like you need prepping guns. for... Prepping the for apocalypse. when the system comes survivalist, down. Survivalist, kind of you know. So, yeah. I'm thinking the weird crazy like, guy in red. Like, like survivalist, but you know he wouldn't actually survive in an apocalypse setting. Yeah. He would just die. He's, he he's has not... 50 chain guns, but only five is, bullets. All exactly. he can eat is Hot Pockets Hot, also. Exactly. So once they're so gone, he would starve. He starves. Oh, wow. He's not gangly, but he's, def- I mean, he's not a fit guy. He's Clint Howard. He's Clint Howard. You can pretty much depend on that. More of this picture will be painted in unpleasant detail. I don't know if there'll be much of a battle table. Broad strokes and then tiny strokes that just... And, and bring, you bring just don't want to see it. It's like, a, it's like a really detailed painting of poop. You just like you just leave it at broad strokes. I get the idea. Impressionist <laughs> only. Got it. No Rococo of this. Go. Cool. Ah. Go. Clint Howard oh. out. Yes. Okay. That, 
Okay. Yeah. Picked up the mic like with your force powers. Was that what happened? That was what happened. I picked up the mic with my force powers. Um. So. Uh. Not 100 percent tied to the name, but Alan Grossi. That was the same name I came with for the World of Darkness setting. Um. Idea is that he's a he is a doctor who uh, has served in sort of frontline military war zone sort of areas. So. Uh. He maybe has had to pick up a gun a time or two. Um, but he, let's see, the sort of timeline I came up with is he was raised in a sort of low-income area of the city that we're all in now. Um, was a bright kid, managed to skip a grade in his uh, mandatory schooling, went to college on a full-ride scholarship, um, got the military to pay for his med schooling, um, he uh, graduated med school shortly, maybe right before, right after, depending on the time of year. Basically sometime in 03, if it was 10 years ago, um, of the big hoopla crossover event thing, which you don't know anything about. Um, and uh, immediately I don't know anything about it. went and started <laughs> serving in a, some sort of doctory military service. If we go direct timeline, that would be... 03, so Iraq invasion was happening around there, but who knows if that actually happened. I don't want to actually be on the hook for knowing anything about particulars of the Iraq war, so we'll say that... I'll give you a crash nice course. The event happened, and <laughs> he like... didn't have to deal with any of that sort of stuff. So uh, Amnesia! Amnesia! Sam After serving in the military and having all kinds point. of wacky adventures with, you know, whatever the new people are that came in. New people, non-human races, that's been said. Whatever. I love how you're struggling, though. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying really hard not to use the words. Um, anyway, after doing that for like five-something years, uh, he returned home back to the city where he grew up in. Um, he had the option, definitely, to you know be a doctor at some big mainstream hospital, but he wanted a chance to actually help out the people who he saw needed it more. Um, well, they're they're his people. The poor yeah, his people. people. You know, people from low incomes, that kind of stuff. So he opened up a clinic um, to help out people with low income or possibly, you know, free clinic for whatever. Um, except he is terrible at business Not and a, a sucker for any kind of a sob story. So the result of it is that after taking out as many loans as he could reasonably take out through legitimate financial institutions, he has now taken out loans uh, from the uh, underground mob Nice! Um, As opposed to the above-ground mob. Well, this is underground, underground mob. I don't know. Even more underground than the regular one? Normal mob is too mainstream. (laughs) Too mainstream. And so now uh, he... They uh, won't even accept his credit. I was thinking maybe they do a lot of smuggling. That seemed the kind of vibe I sort of wanted to go. Smuggling, that sort of stuff. Um, Which I guess mobs generally are. It's all about contraband. Oh, yeah, they smuggle all the time. That's generally what forms mobs, are contraband. Organs, you know, stuff like that. Organs, whatever. No, maybe not organs. Yeah, Um, black market organs. I don't know if he would swallow back market organs. His idea is that he's doing this whole thing to help out people. He wants to help out the people's community. So he would be <laughs> uncomfortable knowing that he was helping out financing things that are doing more harm than he is actually being able to offset ar- by the good he is doing. Maybe they sold their organs completely legitimately this were, the These mob. are completely legitimately obtained organs. This was their these way were donated. their debt, which, by the way, you have all grown. Anyway, he has a gigantic debt to the Mafia. As a result, he performs some sort of medical help for them. Uh, they can bring in a guy who is injured. Cut up, cut they, up or shot. they don't want to take to a hospital, and he can sort of help them out with that. Um, but the different, but the result is that he manages to maintain this sort of, will barely maintain this uh, clinic, helping out people in the community. Um, yeah, 
So that's that's the He's gist of what I got. He's a do-gooder. He's a humanitarian. He he. There are people in the world who need help, and he is in a position to help them, and he wants to do it. So. That's him. Plus, last time we didn't have a dedicated healer, and that kind of got a little rough. We need a rough. dedicated healer. Thank so you. I'm we're so we're going to play a dedicated healer. I thought that seemed like a Make fun role a to play. More... I think it's fun in a modern setting, though, because you end up being like a frontline like <clears throat> medic kind of like. Yeah. Since you can't Syringes. actively, you can't actually spend all of your rounds actively healing. No, he's going to have to be a shooty guy, exactly. something like so, that. But he'll try and a battle breeze. patch you up. I'm kind of thinking the doctor the from Team Fortress 2. I just got to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, for sure. Why not? He has you know? a gun that that you can shoot you with. Though. Yeah, you know, I'm like I'm like lying <laughs> conscious on the operating table, and he's like chatting with me. He's like, oh. "Oops, oops, you know? put that oh, back no. in. That's not. Nope, wrong. Oop." <laughs> you know, the dove comes flying yeah, out. You're like, "Huh? How'd that get in there?" Is the dove named Archimedes? Or? Oh, I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched the video. Because that would be um, very. So that's what I got as far as flavor-wise. Let's just see how it works out mechanically. I don't know. We're playing Star Wars Edge of the Empire. There are force powers in there. I don't know if that's yeah, ever going to come up. On the Has anyone tube, thought at all as far as doing that kind of stuff? Force powers? I don't know. Nope. Well, if we do... Don't call them force powers ever again. Force Magic. Yes, Sam. Come on. Technically, force powers. Um, <laughs> Flavor-wise, magic. I don't know. It's my understanding, so these guys know, and actually these guys know, that... Um, because of the way the magic is it's still developing in this, you know, setting kind of stuff like that, that um, uh, you're not completely, you're not, if you don't do magic to get go, that doesn't uh, condemn you from doing it later on. Yes. Is that mind. true? I haven't read through the whole wording Absolutely. system. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's cool. So you don't necessarily have to include it at character creation. Yes. Are cool. You, are you saying you want to or not? No, I wasn't sure. You if should. It was like a. You, know, you really should. Like Wiggle finger, doctor. Healing of the wolf. And then yeah. you bite someone. <laughs> <laughs> This cool. is why he can't get a license. Madeline, you have got a ton of stuff on your paper that you have just come up wow. with. I want to see. Wow. Just came up with this. Um, see, she was a good we person. She's creative. Oh, good job. I know. Um, Greg, I can't do this. To... I had a bunch of dropped frames, but they, they stopped, so let me know if uh, you guys see Someone it. Someone pick those up if you can find any of our frames. Oh, shut up, Kim. Greg, the. Just, the, uh, the oh, God, don't hit me. Of kind of uh, the level of technology for one of. The other races is kind of integral to what I'm talking about. So, uh, so you're talking about the uh, the Nohain or the um, Hegeans or the Hegeans? Hegeans, Hegeans, just a little bit. Um, so like they very much embrace uh, modern technology, uh, but if you're talking about what they uh, basically their level in relation concerns. to human technology, uh, is like, all I would need to disclose. Like, um, it, well, it's different. So for that for less. For your yes. character, um, are you concerned about information or spoiling rights? Spoilers. That's what I'm concerned about. Um, well, uh, just tell, ask me why. What? what is, I, I don't understand. I don't understand the question. Her career. Her career is her career. Understood. 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 Um, so the 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 Hegians, um come from a like 17th century level of technology. So. Think, um, Are you cool with her telling information about yes. the Hedvians? Because that's part oh, of her story. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, please do. <laughs> she knows the information. She's wondering if you want to tell. I understood now. Go ahead, please. Uh, if, if yeah, if you're doing okay. if you're doing an alien race, that ship is going to sail. So okay. let it lay it Yay! on us. Okay, this is a human. Her name is Carol Johnson. Um, she's usually called Johnny. Um, she's a human. She's a female. Oh, she's in like her, her early 60s. 
and she's a weapons engineer, but think more like car mechanic and less like engineer in a lab designing things. Likes to work with her hands, make things. Really smart, really intelligent, really logical, but but but, but a weapons engineer. But again, think more like car mechanic like style engineer. Like a bit of a engineer. female cube, but more down to earth, sort of? Yeah, a little bit. Um, she's, she's older, and she's a little bit racist in the way that probably many of our grandparents are and that she doesn't she doesn't feel like she's racist but um I don't know 60s would be more like more how our parents are our parents our parents well whatever anyway <laughs> my like, parents are you mean, from you mean like ignorant ignorant racism yeah kind of like ignorant racism and deep um, south parents and are you talking about racist against uh, human races or non-human races non-human races okay non-human races um, she she kind of feels like magic is not really trustworthy. It's no, not really reliable. Like she doesn't she doesn't really want to know much about magic. It's kind of like eh, I don't know about that. And so she really believes in kind of um, the inva- the advancement of technology and whatnot. And oh. but in her career was really kind of floating around. She just kind of did whatever. Um, and then. She really found her passion. Basically, she uh, started a school for Hygian people so that they could learn um, human technology and basically wanted to help them become better like as a Like an integration race. center. Yes, like an integration center, basically, and said, oh, my gosh, you know, here are these new people. They don't know anything. They're, like, stupid, but <laughs> we need to help them. It's so kind of racist in that way where it's not like she doesn't like them, but she kind of thinks they're... Kind of, kind of backwards. If you want to use another stupid. word that communicates it a little easier, you could call it xenophobic. Yeah, a little xenophobic. So that it doesn't trigger people's uh, uh, thoughts of human races. Right. Well, so it seems kind of, sort if of you, the if you want to specifically. The, whole, the missionaries bringing the they're truth sa- they're to the savage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basically, really, that kind of thought process. Like they're she needs they're to, poor savage. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And so she really has a strong desire to pass along the advanced technology and knowledge of how to do things to the Hygiene so that they can improve their societies and improve their, you know, their communities and really, you know, grow and become a part of our world. She's really not interested in their culture. She's really not interested in what they could do on their own. It doesn't even occur to her that they would do that. You know what I mean? She just sees it like, oh, these people need to be helped. Let me help them. I will give them technology. Um, so that's uh, she's South African, and she ran. She started the school and was really successful with it. And she came to the U.S. to start a pilot school, to start a second school in the United States. So cool. she doesn't know anybody in the U.S. Um, people often assume that she's a lesbian because people call her like Johnny. Johnny, and she's kind of like a mechanic, but she's not. She's really more asexual. It, she just doesn't really care. Not a priority. Not a priority. Just doesn't really care. Not into guys or girls or really anything. Or but, but a lot But a lot of people just assume that she's a lesbian. And she just kind of lets them. She doesn't really care. Um, people who meet her think that she's really kind of like tough and like cool and like, oh my gosh, like what an intimidating woman. But people who really know her basically see that she's really kind of a warm-hearted person and she really just cares about helping people and improving people. And so she just kind of comes across really rough. Um, no husband, no kids. Um, and she has a really functional look. No makeup, no jewelry. Um, her hair is kind of this, kind of like a short mullet style, just so that's not it's just out in of the, the way. way. It's just, uh-huh. just out of the way. It's just kind of there. No hair dye, no party gray. In the back. 
Well, kind of a little bit. You know what I mean? She probably Small does, party. She does it herself. <laughs> Enough that people assume she's a little Mirror. Her. Enough so that people... I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Just like, uh, it's, it's too... Not that we're um, stereotyping, but I mean... Right, exactly. Um, so there's not a lot of people that she cares for, and she doesn't talk about them. So people have a hard time getting really close to her, and even the people mm-hmm. that are close to her barrier. don't really know a lot about her before they met her. She doesn't talk about things that like happened in the past. Mm. Um, she's got a tattoo that says Shelly, um, and she doesn't ever answer questions about it. <laughs> this is another reason why people often assume that she is a lesbian. It's because she has this tattoo that says Shelly. Just in a completely visible place, like just on the Totally arm. visible. Totally visible, and people will ask her about it, and she just refuses to answer oh, any Shelly's questions. kind of a... What tattoo? Who's Shelly? A matador. She's strong. She's physically fit. You know, she eats really clean. Um, she's not military. Um, she's not like a military-style person. Think more of like like a private security type. Okay. So not not as clean cut and like not as military. structured <laughs> as military. Um, and things hobbies would include things like fixing up old school motorcycles and doing like custom carpentry and making craft beer and like craft bluegrass music. Again, just just continuing. Perfect. On. Building a canoe in her. So that's room. what I got. Since I love I it. In the I missed. Nicely done. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you should really should have gone live. Yeah. I know. You should just take my seat. Uh, okay. I missed uh, what her profession was pre-event. A uh, weapons engineer. Oh, she's a weapon. okay. weapons engineer, cool. but but kind of a floater. Right. Just playing shots and bolos and things. Just kind of did. <laughs> Maybe just like made half-assed sort of cobbled weapons for rebels and stuff. Yeah. I mean, interesting. I mean, she's really talented, but um, have you ever seen that stuff? You know, didn't have a family. Like didn't they have a shoot down a plane and then right, super like, interested like in like building fame, building a career, building money. Right. So she's got the talent and the skills, but... So she did weapons engineering in South Africa. Yeah. Cool. All right. On that note, what <laughs> have you done since you got here? If you don't speak blast. for at least as long as the person before you, That's you just like you just look lame. Oh wow. Okay. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to say anything. I know. <laughs> okay, so... I'm going to change your hair every... My week. character is Kara Lauren... And he actually is a Hedgian. Um, they I were really hoping that you would be alien. I, I figured somebody, some, I, I got the impression yes. since everybody else was human, I guess I should roll with one of the alien ones. Well, as long as that's what you want. It works, it works out just fine. So um, I actually figured out some of his flavor stuff before we'd come in here, and it kind of ties in really well with you and the setting. He is... Oh um, currently, he's kind of a commoner-esque class um, amongst them. He is ex-military, and for those of us who had read the background thing, that means he got in trouble and was technically uh, punished with a crime, because that is a crime punishment, I guess, also amongst their cl- people. Um, he had a troubled youth. When his, in his early years, he um, beat the tar out of a nobleman, and it gave oh, him a 10-year military snap. sentence for that. Um, but... <laughs> He came out of it pretty good. He's uh, about 30, which is pretty equivalent in human terms. He's obviously a lot bigger than people. Um, That's right. <laughs> so you have, to have ten- special chairs. Yes. He towers above He towers above humans and, I guess, the other race pretty significantly. Um, he specializes in... He was a military police, and he is absolutely infatuated with the entire concept of police force. 
like civilian police force, <laughs> and um, and the whole concept of like non-lethal weaponry in general because they're kind of they're set up since they don't really use any of the magic stuff and they're not really that high tech. You know, it's kind of well, if you don't want to kill them, hit them with this club instead of a sword type. Your billy club. Yeah. So, so tasers so, and pepper spray, just like. So he it just thinks that is the coolest thing in the world. He's like, like I can shoot him with something spray. and he won't die. He just so he just. He, Bean bag guns. Yeah. So the concept yes. of the concept of non-lethal weaponry was just not was foreign to him. Yes. So to him, this is like the this innovation is like, that is oh my goodness, particularly you know, interesting. Oh boy. Electrical guns, all that sort of thing. So he is just all about that. He loves cops. He loves the whole concept. Um, of ty- the show. Tying, ty- huh? He watches the show, Cops. Oh yes. He Hills is a location. huge. He is a huge old old style movies and TVs fan. He really loves the stereotype of like the Irish beat cop. <laughs> Does he like try just the walking down, huh? Does he try the accent? I am. He is not trying the accent because I do not want to butcher that one. Aww, it'd be, an yeah. alien attempting an accent. Well, because he wouldn't realize. He wouldn't realize it's a cultural thing. Yes. He'd be like, oh, that's just how they talk. I need scratch paper. You want to um, yes, please. So, anyways, he loves he loves the old movies. He's also a huge Clint Eastwood fan. Along that, you know, the whole the old Western lawman. Um, in fact, a couple of his first words in English were uh, when he was teased about liking that was to fuck you, Clint. East, uh, you know, Clint is awesome. Fuck you, Clint is awesome. I need this in English. Yes, we <laughs> need to get this to all the races. So, um, well, and his stubborn. name is Clint. So yes, anyway, so it ties in quite well there. Um, are you Clint Eastwood? I have so much in common with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> um, obviously, just as a general, I'd like a lot of his species, has a huge love of technology in general. Um, holds the ultimate dream of someday being a, being a cop for some kind of human city. It's not quite sure how that's going to work out since he can't fit Big into a squad dreams. car, but, Big you know. Special. But, you know. The dream of he could be a yeah. horse cop. He could be a Lidesdale. He's, oh like, he's oh like a, he's a horse. <laughs> and, and put lights on it. Yes. <laughs> Front and back. Or a bike top. Like on a bike. Or just like oh, lights yeah. on his shoulders. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he just walks down he the street with lights on his shoulders. The world's your oyster. I have, like, a picture of, like, Shaq, like, pulling you over. I know he's, like, beat cop in, like, Miami. It's like, God, if he ever, like, I'd be like, hey! <laughs> okay, take me in. <laughs> um, What's so, his name? Okay. Sorry, sorry. Carrot Lauren. Carrot? Carrot. Think, Carrot? Uh, Carrot? think of, like, like, the jewelry type of thing. Carrot. Yeah. Uh, he so he has ass. to constantly correct people, though. Obviously, Everyone all the time. Everyone thinks his name is Carrot. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you guys want to each type your names on here so Jet knows exactly how to spell them? And then we'll ignore that and spell it wrong. Yeah, I know. They're going to do whatever they want. Also they known as... Well, ones they, they well yeah. Spellings of our names, but... Um, Sam. Thoth is preparing... Thoth is preparing word blocks, info blocks to paste when people are asking I'm about seriously going to call him Carrot, Who's though. playing what, so he likes like, to know what the spell is. Like, she can't pronounce Carrot. Carrot. Since, since his English isn't the best anyways, he largely just accepts when people are butchering things because he like knows the, he's doing no, it anyways. It's, He's like, eh, carrot? Whatever. Carrot. Carrot? You know, sure, carrot. sure, sure. We <laughs> got it there. Yeah, is yeah. Is it just uh, well carrot or is it like carat or something? Or cool? It's a softer A on the end, I but it's almost imperceptible. Carrot. Yes. Laura. I need my hype. Carrot. And Carol Johnson. Carol and Carrot. Carrot. Carol. Karen Carol. Johnny. Special K. <laughs> Special K. There you go. Oh my god. <laughs> 
fantastic. I'm coming up with all sorts of nicknames. Yeah, you guys need to do some um, so I guess since nobody's really described how these people look either, too. So he is just a bit shy of eight feet. God, that's uh, huge. Cream skin has some nice spout horns that stick up about six, eight inches from his head. Is that uh, part of the eight feet? Or is that that is that is on to... top of the eight? Oh God! Feet. Because you have some. There's some notes in here oh, that yeah. the horns yeah, no, go up. That's legit. Go up Hawaii. So he's got about six inch horns, which are pretty moderate sized, and 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 it kind of, they kind of look like they've been shaved down just a little bit, so he can actually fit doorways. through doorways and that sort of thing. So practical. Um, there are practical people. He he usually tries to actually dress in kind of a um, the old the old stereotypical cop style movies where he has a very like long black and blue shirt. Pants like matching, like nice shiny, nice shiny shoes for him to walk around on. Um, that are like size. Yeah, Shaquille size O'Neal. like I, you know, size like twenty two or something. I don't <laughs> know. Shaquille O'Neal should have a size. When you get so big, you should be like, I need Shaq size. Shaq size, please. Shaq size. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's what I got for him right now. So there you go. I like yeah. it. Cool. I never said much physically for my guy. The image I kind of had was. Um, do you ever see, like, Walking Dead, the one doctor from the town they come up with? Yeah, that guy's... Sort of glasses, not very imposing looking, in, sort of trim looking. Like a hairline receding a little bit. Maybe a you bit, mean, yeah. You mean the, the governor? No, not the governor. The His, like, doctor henchman. His doctor henchman. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. okay, doctor yeah, cool. Doctor henchman. Is that the picture that you posted in here? No, that was, I googled 35-year-old so white like male, and I think that was a, like, <laughs> that a new story a of a guy that's that missing. That guy's a criminal. Wow. No, okay. that guy clearly is not he missing. He's like been arrested. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, it was from a news report this, of a missing person. And then you did so. this list of things oh, that really gosh, looks like that. a... Like, All right. Uh, you know, he's missing because he, you know, murdered someone. That's the kind of missing that guy is. Okay, so we've got Carrot, Allen, uh, Clint, and Johnny. So... Going to, uh, so without further ado, unless you guys want to talk a little, unless, so everyone put forth their character concept. Now's, I mean, we'll, you know what, let's get going with mechanical creation. It'll let, give people time to really kind of more think about who these characters are. And then if there's any suggestions, you know, for, hey, maybe we know each other through this or completely optional, you know, but cool. feel free to put things forward. So we're going to do, uh, go through a guided character creation here. So you guys don't know the mechanics of Star Wars Edge of the Empire at all. Which I found out is based on Warhammer Fantasy roleplay. The mechanic's almost the same. The, the oh, dice pool mechanic. I don't know that. Uh, I did not know that either. Mm, I saw a lot of um, World of Darkness inspiration in the system uh, personally, but um, so. It probably crosses over. Um, yeah. uh, to just because we're getting a lot of questions about the Hedgians. I'm just to confirm people have been wondering. You're going to give yes. the backgrounds of the races. So, so uh, just, yeah, so we've, we're being cagey about the exact deals of the Hedgians, and you've heard the, the word Nohane, but don't, uh, don't think know you what know. they are. Um, all right, we're purposely keeping it cagey. Uh, this will all be revealed in gameplay. Do time. I think these, time. Are all, these are all original, right? We made these up. Uh, the races this, this, we have Don't bother it. looking Ev- them everything up. <laughs> here, uh, everything in this world is a, is a custom campaign created by Kaelin. 1,000% custom. With Wants Kays. To be a um, Desperately. <laughs> Uh, it's worth noting, so basically my philosophy, and this is uh, my philosophy in how a role-playing um, story should work, and this is largely actually influenced by our system tour, and, uh, and especially playing a lot of Fiasco and doing some other things, is that uh, I like to see the, the role-playing story as a movie, 
where every scene is exposition and explaining. And so the beginning of our campaign will be to introduce our characters. And, and information will be revealed about the world that we're in in a, in a quick but satisfying way, ideally, hopefully. Um, but we're not going to have, you know, I'm not going to read through paragraphs of text of what makes up this world. Because if, if, if I and all of us do this correctly, we will, it will feel natural and, and you'll understand the world as, as we build it and as we play in it. So to people asking for more details about the, uh, the aliens. Don't it, rush the process. It might be maybe, a little, maybe it's a little frustrating during character maybe, maybe But that's why I put forward that first question of, would people prefer overall... The surprise and the and the kind of getting to learn the story as we play it. Now lay in it. Or do they want the full the full information up front? More people said surprise. Not everyone did, but uh, so I'm gonna I'm going to continue with that philosophy. So, but please do keep hypothesizing and building off of the little tidbits of information we've given you because that's a lot of fun for me to look to watch. Um, So, because you're gonna want to know at least the basics of how the mechanics work before you start assigning points and such, if you care about the making your character mechanically um, viable. Sam doesn't uh, care about first that. of all, my my uh, philosophy for the mechanical part of games like this is I'm very wide open to um, make the game fun. If you find after a couple weeks that you built your character dumb, or you just don't like the way you did it and you want to radically change your character to have a different set of stats, kind of have a different focus, um, I'm going to say, go ahead and do it. I'd prefer that you don't do that every two weeks just because you get bored and want to do a different thing every two weeks. That would be, that would be going That's a little bit outside reason. of my comfort zone. But um, I, I've always had the feeling that it, it would be really dumb to be stuck into a year-long campaign where you're like, well... Too bad I made that decision on the first week and I've been bored with my character ever since. That would be a tragedy. Uh, and, and also, if we're doing a cool story and you've got a character that you like, I'm not going to be like, well, you have to play a whole new character if you want to change you know, your mechanical that's focus. that's also not fun. Also, we're playing the Edge of the Empire beta rules. We will have the full rules in three weeks, but, and there may be a lot of changes in the mechanics. There may so be only may a little bit of changes. I haven't really followed how much is changing between the beta rules and the full rules. Uh, and at that time, people may want to change the decisions. Or, who knows, maybe the character creation rules will change so much that we kind of have to do it over again because they might radically change the initial like XP budget or something like that. So, But here's the basic mechanic of how, of how Star Wars Edge of the Empire works. Essentially, there are two types of dice. There are positive dice, which are represented by ability dice, yeah. challenge dice, and... The blue ones. Light blue. Uh, these are boosts. Yeah. Oh, that's it. It's just ability and challenge and then boost dice. And then on the flip side is difficulty dice. I'm sorry. These are um, proficiency. Ability, proficiency, boost. These are all good. These are good dice. Difficulty, challenge, and setback. I'm uh, missing some dice because there should be more than that. Yeah, there should be two setback and there should be two challenge. Mm. We'll find them later. Um... The way that you uh, build a dice pool when you roll, for doing anything in the game, uh, whether it's attacking or, or just doing a general skill to overcome something, you're going to take the good dice that uh, is defined by your ability and your characteristics. Then I'm going to tell you what the difficulty is. This would be really easy. This, there's, a, there's verbs for it, or there's adjectives for it. But, you know, the more purple dice, the harder it is. Um, and then you're going to roll them all together. And if you get more successes which is this little Star Wars symbol here, 
then you do failures, which is this little symbol here, then you succeed. So all you have to do is get more successes than failures, and you succeed. Uh, the really cool thing about the Star Wars system is that there are, um, that's actually advantage. We'll go over this when we're actually rolling it, because I'm telling it wrong. But the point is there are two things that happen on the dice at the same time, and one is this determination of success and failure, which is uh, success and failure. And so you, you, you basically subtract the smaller one from the larger one. So if you get three successes and two failures, the net result is one success. Um, if you get positive number of successes, you succeeded. At the same time, you're going to be doing the same um, math with the advantage and threat symbols, and that's going to determine a second layer of uh, results that don't aren't directly success and failure, but could mean creating an advantage, extra advantage out of the situation. So it can go both ways. You might fail the roll, but because you rolled advantage, something changes in the situation for the better. It might be that you'll get a bonus next time you do it because you've made progress. It might be that you're giving an ally a bonus. It might be that you get an extra defense against someone who's trying to attack you because you're able to maneuver yourself. Ways that that would manifest in combat would be like, oh, you missed your target, but at least you threw them off balance, so the next person to attack them is going to get a bonus. That would be like what you get to spend your advantage on. The flip side is threat. You might have even hit them, but if you rolled threat, the enemy might then get a bonus against you because, yeah, you hit them, but there's something bad is going to happen. Or you might hit them and get advantage. So not only do you hit them, but you also threw them off balance. So there's this dual result system. It's always only ever one whole dice pool, and that's going to determine, determine the full result of that. There's not separate damage rolls. The damage is, um, for the most part, how many successes you got. And just as a quick breather, because I feel like we're throwing a lot of jargon and symbols. Um, What's nice about this is once you kind of figure out what each of the symbols mean, then you understand the two tracks of like good and bad, and these cancel each other out. And there's a second row of like good and bad, and these cancel each other out. The nice thing is when you try to do something, you th you you figure out your dice pool, and then you just drop them all. And there's no addition later, and you're not going wait, is it a critical? And I do X amount of things, and you're figuring out all these weird modifiers. And we found that um, in the end, once I mean we just only played this for for a little bit, um, it ends up being very fast. So I feel like we're throwing like, okay, and then you do this and you do this. In the actual thing, it's like, I try to do this. Boom, I succeed, and I push him back on his heels, and that gives an advantage to you. And then yeah. when he goes in, instead of being like, oh, is that a plus two or plus three, it just gives him, like, an extra die in his pool. So it's kind of fun because one of my favorite things is you end up being like, okay, well, I'm going to help you. I'm going to call your shot. I'm going to be a spotter for your, like, rifle thing. And then when he goes to roll, he actually has an extra die. And instead of it just being like a plus two and, oh, you barely hit kind of thing, so I help you out. You actually get to see I had a noticeable effect. You canceled a whole negative thing yeah, out or something. So I, you know, helped him dodge a shot or something. Like that. Anyway, and just, it can't be worse. Yeah, you that's can't. the general conflict resolution mechanic. Okay, great. You can Between pretty much resolve anything that way. Trying to convince someone of something or trying to shoot someone in the face. Got it. Or do both at the same time, or which can be very convincing. To just hold still. Don't move. It's okay. Don't move, don't this move, is move. not. This isn't really a gun. Not a gun. I am not here. You do not. I see am me. actually a lamasu. Anyway, he left. Yeah, Greg left, but um, that doesn't mean that we can't. Go on. That doesn't um, mean that we can't. Uh, he's he's that, but he didn't actually get to the beginning of the character creation. Well, yeah. the important thing is to think about what kind of character you want to play as far as. Class goes is, because that kind of sets. How strictly are we sticking your classes things. in there? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna hold Greg's place that. in this. 
But, yeah, there's a species thing, but it's, you know, not really all that important for character creation. Um, there's, Especially as we're not doing them. Yeah. Well, it, you know, there's, there's ways well, to do it. There's um, Bounty Hunter, yeah. Colonist, mm. Explorer. We are big fans of reskinning, so it's my understanding that we will actually, we'll be all, you will make a Star Wars Edge of the Empire character, and correct me if I'm wrong when we, when we get down here, you make a character, you're going to choose a race, you're going to choose a class, you might be a Rodian-like smuggler, but then the whole thing is basically those are just the numbers you're using, stuff like that. So, so the race differences might actually be handy so for... Just gonna be like it's going to be a bonus. Let's show your specialization. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Technician. You were saying something, but the in fact, the actual races are this, not technically different. It's not like playing not a dwarf really. or an elf. No. It's more like this when race has spent some of its starting experience like a on a couple of things. Whereas this race has spent its experience on a couple there, other things. There is yeah. a difference to make note of, and there is a, like a special ability for each. Um, yeah, like Wookiee for do each thing. thing. Yeah, oh, Wookiees, yeah, Wookiees have Wookiee rage, which is basically just they, their um, which they go berserk be really when they get. Which for Alice Creek. Yep, which I'm exactly going to go under Wookiee the hood, style. Wookiee in her heart. Wookiee in her heart. Um, you know, and I'm gonna take the smallest race possible. Humans, My guy's gonna be. You humans don't have anything, but they have a whole lot of uh, XP to start. So. Are you jumping ahead? Well, you know, we had to you do were something gone. while we you were gone. We had to fill gone, the air. So. I know, I know, I know. That we're air is ahead. sin. We're keeping so we're I know that I know that I know that we're dropping frames, but they say that the audio stays completely solid. So. So just since close that's, your eyes and think of England. That's the important bit. Um, no, there's a visual going on here. It's not wow. like jazz hands constantly. <laughs> yeah. We could I mean, just think of England. It's a like nice thing hands. to think of. That's jazz hands? Yes. Oh, excuse me. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. It's to okay. Wow. Fingers. I have to be honest, Man. I was a music person so that I would Spirit never fingers. be get into It's amazing because <laughs> what it looks like... Butters hates it. Butters he really does not like it. Now. Oh, he so, what it looks no. like is that it's a slideshow, so they only get like one frame every like couple <laughs> seconds. So they would have just all seen you guys like this, but not even moving. I'm sure it really helps the blur. <laughs> I just like it because okay. I heard that clapping in sign language is going like this. All right. Someone said Greg's voice is so much louder than everyone else's. I think that's the I Team wish, America help. I wish I could have them <laughs> hear it that way. Uh, do I need to turn mine down? Is that what people are telling me? Or just me? talk more softly. Now they're saying the audio is dropping. So I'm going to do gladiator style characters. So that's going to be hired gun slash marauder type. Okay. Well, I want to go through the, the, the them in order since you're jumping ahead to... Uh, I'm just keeping this wagon train and moving. All right. Let me just start the... Um, now the audio lag oh, the is. He needs to say cowboy things. Yeah. You should Ooh, say things you like got circle the wagons. Circle the wagons or, or the wagons. get along. Rustler, get along. Little, little I don't know house. if they actually ever say Someone that. Someone did. Someone Guys, I'm head. going to. Like because you. Want, I reckon. You want to be. I reckon. In the West. I reckon. So bad. Y'all? So he, he wants to be a modern cop. Oh, okay. cop. No. Okay. Guys, he'd okay. love to be on Guys, just real quick. That's his favorite movie. Or I'll just. So, solo myself. Here we go. Now you guys can only hear me, right? That's what this button does on my mixer? Pretty sure it does. Um, guys, I'm going to restart the stream for just a moment. Nah, screw it. I'm not doing it. They're saying the audio is fine. All right. Did that work, guys? Did it go to only my mic? It still looks an amazing button. That's an amazing button that should okay. be touched. You have an amazing Kevin, button. Kevin, I'd love to, but I don't really think I can pull no, off that, John Wayne accent. Especially for an extended period of time. An extended period of time. Extended period okay. of time. Okay. Said Johnny, yeah. the not lesbian. <laughs> All right. Everybody, 
I'm gonna go through character creation now. Alright, are you guys ready? Yes. So, so I was trying to explain the basic mechanics okay. so that when you're making decisions you can figure it out, but like I said, play for a couple weeks, realize that you made your character really shittily because you didn't understand like how the dice pools are built, He's and, talking you, can to just, me, by the and way. you can just change that's, it later. That's uh, it's really, 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 really not a problem. So don't feel too much pressure in, in doing it right on this. We've all played in the uh, one little adventure of this, so we're, we're more familiar with it. Yeah, one whole adventure. So, character generation is done in nine easy, ten easy steps. Two of those steps are blended together. Some of these together. steps are not really steps. So, determine your character's concept and background. You guys we are all right did that. Yay. Blah, 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 blah. So, step two is actually obligation. And obligation is a feature that was not in the beginner rules at all. And it's actually an amazing, really cool, like, story-driving um, feature that I think I, I'm going to have a lot of fun playing with. So the basic idea is that you're going to um, you're going to pick an obligation that your character has, and this is not just a story thing. This actually has a pretty significant mechanical um, mechanical ramifications. Uh, the basic way it works is you're each going to have uh, an obligation value that ebbs and flows over time, and at the beginning of every session, which is what they say, although I'm going to change it to be at the beginning of every point in the story where it is appropriate, because sometimes the beginnings of our sessions are going to be in the middle of combat. Yeah. And it wouldn't make sense. But so when appropriate, I basically roll a die against all of your obligation um, values stacked out of 100. And if I get into any of the values that you guys are, your obligation comes up in the next bit of the story and is going to be a problem. So it's not strictly a, like a, a necessary thing, but it's kind of a neat way to, to have the dice determine some of like... Your, your obligations are catching up to you. So you could simply roll a 100-sided die um, to, to determine an obligation randomly, but you guys all have pretty strong character concepts, and you might just want to choose them yourselves. The obligations uh, that they have uh, built in are addiction, betrayal, blackmail, bounty, criminal, debt, duty-bound, family, favor, oath, obsession, and responsibility. I'm not seeing a lot of detail on it. The paper we saw online before seemed to have more background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, but you can kind of just use the word, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. They, they are those. As far as which one you pick, that is completely a flavor. Word. Yeah, true. Make like, up your own word. Like if you want betrayal could go either way. Yeah. Like you betrayed someone, so or just someone pick one that you. makes sense for your character. Don't worry about. I'm doing responsibility. Um, she's responsible. Yeah, dead. Or of or feels <laughs> feels um like. She has to... I, I don't remember the word that they use, but the person who trained her in Kung Fu basically raised her from age 10, and she feels account, that's it, accountable towards him, and his, his judgment of what she's doing sometimes comes into play in her mind with, uh, you know, he's the closest thing she's got to a father figure, and so his approval is very important to her. So that's her responsibility, um obligation that she has because he's not family so otherwise I would call it family part of the uh, cool the part of the desire of using the obligations is it kind of helps your character feel a little more rooted in the world you're not just a static idea but basically you have these obligations to people or places or things and stuff like that around you that's why I'm going with obsession as uh, now and then Clint Howard's uh, need to Blow this case wide open. Not case like, like cop case, but like, blow that, this like story that box wide that he open. found. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> um, 
to, uh, the to get the truth out there. Uh, <laughs> That's what he calls it. <laughs> the truth about the truth. It's oh. um. Hey, look at the frame. Oh. The truth that's, is that's that there's the, there's the not much is. to the universe. Uh, um, uh, obsession, uh, because basically every now and then that will get in the way of him helping out. Is the idea is that basically each of us have a thing that will it uh, inconvenience the group, but hopefully make the story more interesting. Where at some point we'll have to go and save for cool. kidnapped seafood. So, so everyone uh, pick their obligation. If one of those jumped out at you, you can just write it down. Uh, if you want me to read page. through them again, noticing it, location on your sheet. Yeah, I did not me. spot it originally. You want me to hit you with them all again? Yeah, just real fast. Here is, if you want to see the title. A, a oh, dix- got it. oh, you can also. He's oh, got yeah, it listed there. There we go. There also are. This is one of the few things that they've published an article um, detailing the one that's more complete to what the final rules will be. And you can um, have two. Oh yeah, one and then want. like a blended. If you wanted to. I like the simplicity of mine, uh, yeah. but yeah, if if you roll for it, if you do it, if you if you end if up you doing role playing, uh, there's a. Four percent chance that they then ask you to roll up twice on the chart. Oh, that's a good question. That's pop, how pop. Is. Oh my god! Apparently, wow. and I just read. Okay, there's that a that definitely said, related. You take on more <laughs> obligation oh, wow. to get more starting XP or gear or something. <laughs> you more obligation. I guess I just do that to whoever Which I basically, sit next like, to, depending on how is, awful yeah. your situation is, you can bank that for something more new. starting goodies. Well, I like the idea of just saving I'm that other half. Yes, to like I'm, I'm going to go over that in just a moment once everyone picks the word that they got. I'm Does anyone, did you find one that worked for you? Yeah, you. Uh, I think. Just double- Can you be addicted to love? Sam, you, uh, I want debt. You want debt. Eddie, what do you That do? makes sense. Oh. Nice. Good. Yeah, nice variety, guys. I also, I just, Edward, I like your guys' character concepts. Yeah, I everyone's you guys really cool. Just those up. Fast. Uh, I love the idea of like variety. someone enamored with a very n- narrow niche of human pop culture. Just you know like, that would totally happen too. Totally, right? you get like you know these. Uh, I already know there's like aliens out there who are totally like enamored with I Love Lucy. I Love right Lucy, now. or um, <laughs> or, or Nick at Night. They're just anything. Nick at oh, yeah. Night is just like because they're equally. Rocco. Split, Dick Van Dyke right? just had it going yeah, on. She's Let's be honest. Family with family Fair enough. Okay, so you got family and or just bound. all internet all right, memes. So did everyone get? Uh, they got the one written down. Yeah, yeah. So the the um, starting obligation. There's a place to put an actual value, right? Yeah, yeah. magnitude so, and complications. So your the magnitude of the, your obligation because we have five PCs is going to be ten, ten per player. So each player you so start with ten. Is mine split between the two? Five and five. How does that work? Yes, it looks like that is how you would do it. Five, five, and five. Uh, note, that, note that your magnitude or your uh, obligation can never drop below five. So, so we have to start at ten. Is what you're saying? With you're starting magnitude? at ten because I'm telling you you start at ten. Got it. It's based I on just... the number of players at the table. So okay, what's that the makes thing sense. with the rolling? I mean, just if we did it by by. So rolling. the way it would work now, if we were starting a session when we start it, we I build a table based on all of your magnitude. Oh, so I would say one through ten is Kalen, oh, okay, eleven through twenty. Is, it's really easy with ten, right? So it's just ten, 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 ten. And then I roll a die, and if I get one through fifty, it's going to hit one of yours. If I get fifty-one through a hundred, it doesn't come up in this block of time. They say every session I'll probably use my discretion for it to be a dramatically appropriate <laughs> dramatically appropriate kind of um, um, point in the storytelling um, so that is um, that's obligation it'll come up in story Ooh, and, and it will be interesting, interesting in, in play 
Um, so, as Sam was saying... Um, There's the additional obligation bonus. Yes. So, if you want to, if you... Uh, players who too readily dip into extra obligation to gain more experience points or extra credits during character creation may find their group in much higher starting value, while more cautious groups may begin with less. So, you actually do get to um, potentially... Um, decide to start with more obligation and uh, to get extra XP or starting credits, money, in the beginning of the game. Credits. That is up to you. It would seem thematically appropriate for Sam's character to choose the option to start with as much credits as he can. Um, <laughs> and then reuse that money. <laughs> so there are two limitations to this. Each option can only be selected once and player characters cannot gain more additional obligation than their original starting value. What? <laughs> Original start, but I am okay with at least one person doing this. Yeah, go ahead. To, I think it could create more interesting stuff. Interesting stuff can be interesting. How, how oh, oh, more saying. additional obligation than your original starting value. So if you start what they're saying 10, is, you if you're starting with ten, you, you can't, can't get, 15, get tw- fifteen more. Gotcha. Right. You start with ten, you can only. You can, they were saying that you can only double it. That's what they're saying. Gotcha. So, if you want yes. extra credits, you can get 2,500 extra starting credits for 10 more obligation. I don't even know the scale of the money. Neither do I. So That sounds like a lot. It sounds like I a lot of money. Like, no. Well, I sold my kidneys for what amounts to like 50 bucks. So, <laughs> so like a... Um, you woke up in a tub of ice, You can also use it to get XP, which you use to buy more... Yeah, but are attributes we... and so skills like and so and things. here you go. So like a, a blaster rifle, which would be like a submachine gun type gun, is nine hundred credits. And you get how much? If you get below twenty five hundred. Okay. So something that's like really thousand. expensive, so for example, would three, be like five blaster rifles. Is all I heard. Rockets. So something like a disruptor rifle, either. which is the most ex- oh no here you go the most expensive weapon in the the standard the weapon is a heavy repeating blaster. So that would probably be the equivalent of like a, um, an LMG. No, it's good. Um, and yeah, that's yeah. a that's eight thousand credits. Um, however, you can't just buy things for their straight up credit value. Uh, the legality of things increases their costs significantly because mm. you have to buy in the black market. We'll yeah, probably okay. use all these rules just for Illegal guns cost more. Makes sense. Um, so is anyone uh, wanting to do Keep that? Keep in mind where we're starting out. I'm going to definitely for those blow, make my debt enormous. There might be a problem there. So so money starts, or I'm going to go heavy. <laughs> Actually, you with a minigun Oh, you're going XP, not, anyway. not money. I know. So like, uh, either way, either way. I want to go money. Okay, unless anyone stops us. That's fine. Three, two, one. All right. My obsessions have... Earned me more guns. So what's your... Oh, obsession is your obligation? Yes. Go once around the table to hear what the, the, what the obligations that. are, because I, I missed it. Responsibility. Do a hand sign. Come on, do Responsibility? A obsession! I don't know what <laughs> it's right, We're doing I can do empty pockets for broke, but these, that's hard. Debt. So your debt... <laughs> Uh, family and duty bound. That's right. And yours was... Oath. Oath. Okay, you guys did say it, I just... Magnitude. So basically, 20. He fears the, the, fault, the downfall of society. Clint has... Uh, Some serious issues Spent a fair amount of time... Obsession. Yeah, of course it makes buying sense. Buying guns. This is whole, like... So you're 25... So you can write plus 2,500 extra. Stuff. Record that somewhere. Sam, you got yours? Yeah, I have... I have, no, I have a magnitude of 20, so I'm blowing an extra 10 to get an extra 10 XP. 10 XP, yep. Yeah. All right. 
That is obligation. We'll get back to uh, obligation when it actually comes up in play. But it is a um, also good twenty. Two, so two, twenty five hundred, just basic, right? That's not. They're they have extra because they're extra crazy. Huh? I have not told you how much credits you okay. start with, so don't write that oh, down. I thought you no, it's plus twenty five hundred for him because he took oh, extra plus obligation. Oh, plus Good, because that's like not very much. No, no, no. So now you're going to select. Now you're going to select a species. So the next step is to select a species. So um, because we're playing in our own world that is not Star Wars, uh, these species will be by mechanical name only. Um, Some of the species don't have it. Actually, they actually all have special abilities. For the most part, species don't have a ton of uh, mechanical effect. They, for the most part, just change what your. your characteristics, your core stats start as, but the ones that have higher characteristics have a lower starting XP budget, so they're just kind of like pre-bought like upgrades. Um, However, they do have special abilities um, that uh, if you want, if one of these uh, speaks to you and would work well for your character concept, feel free to just, you're gonna write down that you're a Wookiee, even though uh, you're not. I am a Wookiee! So, for example, I know that well, Kalen wants to go Wookiee because the <laughs> Wookiees have a uh, right down. Okay. Wookiees have a Berserker Rage um, mechanic where when they have wounds, um, they deal extra damage. I don't know Just if droids like, would work well. Your specialties are like you don't need to eat or sleep. Uh, the exception, <laughs> yes, uh, droid. I'm a droid. Droid. I'm gonna I'm gonna rule out droid because droids are. Um, they they are unique in that they they yeah. you don't even heal them with heal. They're re- you have to use you have to use repair to heal a droid. It really doesn't um, jive with our aesthetics yeah. for our aesthetic. So getting rid you of that. You can push that on his alien make, front. Make like you need to have different medicine skills. Alien race is only healable by some kind of magic. Uh, I thought about that, but that doesn't matter since no one is that right now. If someone had picked Nohane, I would have considered maybe droid to represent them. Except they also they don't get force sensitive mechanically, so I don't know how that works. That wouldn't matter. Who cares? Okay. okay. Uh, Shut up, Sam. Sam, this is our own setting. I know. Come on. Jesus. You know me. All right. I do know you. It's why I'm going to continue to berate you. Um. So, uh, obviously, I'm the only one with the book, so I'll quickly go over. I what, have phone. I'm looking what, at too. Right. So I'll quickly go over the mechanics uh, of the different things. So um, the these guys don't really have anything that's. Um, interesting and stand out. The easiest is to go with human because they have like a baseline 2 on all your characteristics and 110 XP. And, um, they do, however, get one additional specialization um, for free. So, the, the, actually every race gets an ability. So, you have the um, the GANs which are they just start with an extra rank in discipline. The humans get an additional specialization off the bat, which is like a talent tree. It's kind of like a class, essentially. Um, I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of all these Star Wars races. The Rodians? Rodians? Rodians. They begin the game with one rank in survival. Um, and they have uh, they start with a higher agility. You got the uh, Trandoshans, which they actually have they actually have a unique one. So they start with a higher brawn but very low agility. They um, have regeneration. So whenever they would recover wounds, they, they recover an additional wound. That's that's an actual thing that's on top. They also have a claws mechanic, which is when they use melee attacks to deal extra damage. He does have horns. Yeah, he could pull that off. That would be an easy reskin. Enemies of the Wookiees, too, just FYI. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, Oh, don't Um, worry. 
and they start the game with an extra rank in perception. So you can just write that down. Uh, actually, so if you're picking that, uh, let me just tell you what the starting uh, values are. Mm -hmm. So your wound threshold is going to be 12 plus brawn. So you probably want to just put these in the notes section because it's going to change. Yeah, based I'm just, on what you I'm just putting, writing things like. Do you need a piece of paper? I can, I can. I've got the back of this here. Okay. Yeah. So your wound threshold is 12 plus brawn. Mm -hmm. Your strain threshold is 9 plus willpower. Your okay. starting XP is 90, which is uh, pretty low in comparison. Um, you start with an extra uh, start with one rank in perception, which you'll be able to raise by buying. But it start starts with one. You have the regeneration mechanic and the claws mechanic, um, and here are your characteristic starting values. No, oh, they're all two except brawn is three and agility is one. Okay. And two is the baseline for most characters, so that's what yours is different. Uh, and you'll again, you'll be able to buy upgrades during character creation here. So uh, next up is the Twi'leks. They uh, begin the game with uh, an extra rank in either Charm or Deceit, and they have a high presence and low brawn. Do we have any specifically deceitful people? I mean, when we're just... Not that we're dividing into tank and healer, but um, uh, do we have a liar? That comes up a lot. Deceit? Uh, no, it doesn't. This is <laughs> tabletop role-playing, so yeah. if it doesn't come up a lot, it doesn't have to. That's just not how you solve problems. I guess it's true, yeah. Because we shoot the people. You will not I mean, get to a point where you're like, well, yeah, can't lie, so you're not going to be able to get past uh, that. We have thing. to play a couple it more levels. It gives us options for doing things. Um, uh, if it Clint uh, sneaks his way into corporations to get dirt on them, like finding out that the post it com the company that makes post-its um, is run by Nazis. Um, and he found that out by sneaking in by looking like a post-it salesman. So I could do some deception stuff if no one else was yeah, going man. for that. that. You need to be a liar to recognize a liar. My that. character potentially could okay. do some. It's more like people believe the things that she says. It's not like she would put on a costume and pretend to be something totally different. Not it's that if you went up to her and asked, you, and asked her a TV question preacher. and you had no idea... And she told you, you would you would just believe her. So she's got like a good poker face. Good presence. She's not necessarily yeah. going to go and lie. She's not going to go and lie, but if she lied to you, you would probably never know it. Which is, yeah, that makes sense. So you you don't, yeah. That would still, that, you could still represent that as a skill in lying. Yeah. But, but it's just how she uses it. It's yeah. just personality-wise, she's not just. That's just RP. She's not a liar. Well, that's she's just good at it. That's Twi'lex. Are we, is there any more? Uh, there's also Wookiee, which is um, high brawn, low willpower. They have a Berserker Rage ability, and they start with an extra rank in Brawl. We got Wookiee Red, Transdemission. I don't know. I don't know we don't need one of each, but what, do, what did the Rodians have? Do we have any other? Did we go through all of uh, them? The Rodians, that was yeah. all of them. The Rodians are high agility, low willpower, and uh, they start with Survival. Actually, rank in Survival. Squirrely. I'm just going to go Human, like always. What's I'm Survival go used human. for in this? Survival is used for when line. you need Pick to survive. Your own specialty. Yeah, well, uh, wait surprised. a second. Rito was a Rodian. <laughs> I'm a Rodian. Okay. Your mom's so, uh, so Dan picked Rodian, so I'm going to go well, over the thing. So write, th write these down. Han shot first. That makes me half Rodian. Your wound threshold is race. 10 plus brawn. Um, means I know a Rodian. Is this stuff all in the front here? Uh, 10 plus 1? 10 plus brawn. 10 plus brawn. <laughs> this is formula. It's going to change based on what you actually get. Strain threshold is 10 plus willpower. Green. They're always plus the same thing. It's just your starting value, 10 and 10. Cool. You start with 100 XP to spend. One rank in survival. 
and your characteristics are all two, except agility three and willpower one. Ooh, can I have Wookie? Um, yep, I'm going through each one. Um, what was the first thing you said? What was the first? Uh, the wound threshold brawn. was ten plus okay. brawn. Uh, okay, so Wookie, uh, wound threshold fourteen plus brawn. Yeah, uh, no, just give me the um, characteristics. Oh, all twos except high brawn, low willpower. Three brawn, one willpower. Okay, thanks. Okay, and the last ones are humans. All right, humans, your wound and strains are 10 plus the value, so it's 10 plus brawn, 10 plus willpower. Uh, your starting experience is 110. Um, you start the game with access to one additional specialization in your chosen career. So you can just write that down. That's going to come up later. And your characteristics start at all twos. Okay, that's species. Cool. So here's the part that probably takes the most amount of time in choosing because it is the the this is essentially the class of your character. Um, so there are a bunch of them. There are tons, actually. So this is uh, the class. Sometimes. If you have an idea of how your character is going to um, how your character is going to, to play, you might already have one of these might just be completely obvious. For example, Kalen's is completely obvious because there's only one that is like uh, hand to hand, and it was, it's the mercenary. Um, I think it's the mercenary. Um, I found that the easiest to quickly kind of get an idea of what their like kind of combat abilities are is by looking at the top tier talents or bottom can... tier in case yeah, of where the, they are the, on the, the sheet. The highest tier talents will give you, you can kind of see, oh, okay, I see, they, they, this guy uses ranged heavy and gunnery, so it's, he's very much a um, heavy weapons guy. Uh, then you have the broader. So I don't know how we want to go over all of these. Yeah, we have quite a few to choose from, so. There are a lot of choices. Do you want to just do the talents then, and then if one seems obvious, then you can, like, read everything for that one? You want me to just read each, all of the well, you can read titles? These. Actually, that kind of gives a pretty good the feeling, too. Or? Yeah, the skill, oh. the skill stuff. It kind of gives okay, like a, so, a condensed version. So the bounty hunter, the bounty hunter's um, career skills are athletics, perception, pilot. Uh, oh, since now we're getting into skills, I should talk about there are a couple adjustments to the Star Wars skills to have them apply to our world. It's actually, very conveniently, almost not adjusted at all. The um, space power. Yes, that's obviously one that's going to be different. So, looking at the skill table, or is it? So, um, basically, the the ones that just don't apply at all, you can just strike them from the list for the most part. However, that that might be lame if you want to pick a a a career that uses a bunch of those. So, in whenever I can, I'm going to change it to something that makes sense that is still very related. So, for example, there are two piloting skills. One is planetary piloting and one is space piloting. In Star Wars, planetary piloting means vehicles. It's cars right. and shit. So, planetary piloting is driving in our world. And space piloting, I'm changing to be piloting. Helicopters, airplanes, ultralights, hang gliders, piloting, uh, piloting any... Um, aircraft is, is space piloting. For the most part, the others kind of make sense. Um, there are t- there are a few different knowledge skills which would change. 
core worlds I'm changing to be our world, so you're just knowledgeable of, um, of Earth. the world, Earth. It's just, you know, current events, any, anything that has to do with just kind of knowing what's going around in the world, whereas the, uh, the other one, the flip side of that, is Outer Rim, that's the other world. Being knowledgeable about the, uh, the other world. So the, the others, like, I don't have a direct translation for astrogation, so I'm probably just going to be like, whatever, it just doesn't exist. Um, xenology still works. It's, it's um, just a narrower range. Yeah. Um, but all of the others pretty much just translate over just fine. Gunnery? gunnery? It's like shooting from like a plane a or a vehicle, vehicle. Yep. or something. Gunnery is, is like huge mounted guns. That's still very prevalent. I love that. Cool. Okay. I love that if you were cool firing a, a, a tank's cannon, for example, it would be gunnery. If you're firing a, a you know a fifty cal machine gun from a helicopter or even from mounted position or from a from a stationary position, those would be gunnery. Um, Any idea as far as this may be too much, but like, are we going to be playing stories that feature planes and tanks frequently? It depends on yeah. what kind of things your character would get you in trouble with. Out I know you're very much, very concerned about yeah. making sure that your character is specifically configured for exactly what I'm going to throw at you, but I'm not going to tell you. Well, this the is, other hand is you don't want to be drive. It's like, I am the driver, and it's like, and we're on foot in caves the entire time. Yeah, well, that would be <laughs> really lame. And so we'll try not to make we'll get him a I will get on your shoulders, and I will drive. <laughs> No, we're just going to give him a little all-terrain segue or something. All-terrain, oh my god. Here, here, I can tell you exactly how it will work. Whatever you guys are particularly good in, there will be situations where you get to shine, and wherever there are big gaps in your group, there will be situations where I'm putting that in because it makes an interesting story thing that nobody can handle the situation. Okay. So nobody no matter what license. you do, you'll find yourselves in both of those situations. Okay, need cool. a driver's license. Um, real quick, just because... You don't have to worry about if you pick drive and then it turns out I put you in a forest the entire campaign. That won't happen. Okay. Cool. There, there were a couple skills that I feel like are either not intuitive or are very important for understanding the system itself. Okay. Discipline is big. Cool... Like, was initiative... Was, was initiative using a skill? Cool is was, part of the initiative. Yeah, I believe, uh, I believe initiative is a cool role. Um, Ooh. I Cause, yeah, because otherwise, think... like... Being cool. That and Snappy honestly, poise. survival. I was curious what. Because it's cunning instead of like intellect, so it makes me think that survival is not necessarily. I don't remember exactly what they are. Um, I think survival is maybe like the wilderness version of streetwise. Yeah, oh, here survi- we go. survival. Survival is um, is is. Like a survivalist, is survival, surviving in situations that are where you're ready, ready access to things that you need to survive. Identify is, safe food. Yeah, stuff okay. like that. <laughs> Understand weather patterns. Yes, tracking a subject through the wilderness. Yes, in in the modern world that you and I all live in, that doesn't come up very often. However, this takes place in all of the modern world, in which there are many places where survival. Uh, uh, you know, we could. Go and walk into the backyard and up the mountain, and then your survival skills would actually be necessary. So there are pl- that's just because it's the real world doesn't mean that that's not necessary Relevant. kind of all the time. What your ability to handle beasts of burden, domesticated animals. What about skullduggery? Skullduggery is like D and D's streetwise. It's um, no, they uh, actually no 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 no. There is streetwise. I'm wrong. Skullduggery is um, locking, uh, picking locks, and um, infiltrating, infiltrating stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. 
What do you want to do? Its companion would be stealth. And cool is used for uh, that. What about coordination? I guess that's just... Coordination is uh, it's when you need to go somewhere without being seen. Often requires him to balance upon unstable surfaces, crawl through narrow openings. Ah, it's agility. It's, it's, the, it's the key agility skill. It reduces damage while falling. Uh, it's for balancing. Uh, it's to escape from restraints, contorting your limbs at unusual angles so that your bindings slip free. Crawling through the twists and turns of a sewage pipe, ventilation duct, etc. That's not really my thing. I will punch the ventilation duct into submission. Discipline is also one that's kind of vague. It says... Discipline. Um, discipline is used if you're uh, pinned down by heavy fire. You may need to pass a discipline check in order to act normally. Uh, when confronted by a creature with inherently horrifying aspects, your ability to engage the foe rather than flee. So it's, a, it's, it's the flip side of fear. That, that actually gotcha. happened in the our tutorial playthrough thing. There's like a, yeah, the giant Rancor, Rancor, Rancor thing. Yep. Yeah. We all, fear we all fear is a mechanical out. construct that is used um, in, in the system. And discipline is That's what deep. helps you resist against it. Um, sometimes like a business contact might offer a character a tempting deal that seems too good to be true, and the ability to resist such, resist such temptations would be based upon discipline. Or non-existent, in my case. Okay. Looks like it's related to magic. A stuff Nigerian this, prince, you say? Or mechanics. I'm planning on Clint Howard just, just so I'm just for figuring out the, the mode of what we're going to do when a fight breaks out. I'm planning hyper, on Clint hyper, Howard hyper. having some like restricted weapons that he's got through, you know. It's like the guy who does, who would like, yeah, he has like handgun thing like that. But you know he has like a rocket launcher. Somewhere. That's uh, like in one rocket. So one then you will definitely want to make sure that you have the skill. Uh, there's a, there's a whole mechanic actually for buying things that are difficult, uh, rarity, and also restricted nature. So that's going to be item difficulty. So it is a streetwise check to be able to buy things from the black market. Oh yeah. And it also is um, negotiate check is uh, basically for buying something not on the black market that is hard to find. Hmm. So negotiate and streetwise are the two things uh, that are – those are actually checks that you have to resolve when trying to buy fancy um, equipment. Well, negotiate would be for just things that are hard to find. I have a feeling that my guy is a bad negotiator. <laughs> you 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 increased your debt obligation as much as you humanly could. Yes, mm-hmm. you opted into that. <laughs> you opted. You're in. the only character who opted into debt. So, 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 you can, so you can say I can I can pay you five hundred dollars a month. I got credit for nothing. For the interest nothing? was a set rate for the first week. I couldn't beat that. So um, week, I'm not sure what the best way to go over the talents is. I'm I'm almost inclined to say. Um, You're almost for the sake of moving it forward, I mean, we again we can change it at will. If you pick it and you look later and you're like, oh wait, this is the one that makes more sense for me, and you want to do that, just change it. Like I really don't care. So um, I'll go through and read what they are, and and then and then and then if you guys want to see more detail on it, we can. But basically, each since each of them is defined by a grid of twenty talents. Um, it can take some time if you want to really kind of fully understand each of them. Although I'm sure Sam will read every single one. Yep. Um, but you've had the book for a while, so... I have been lazy mm-hmm. and I've not read it, though. All right. Shame on me. Uh, but again, you can change it later. I know. So if everyone else is done picking theirs and you're still, I'm going to move forward. Uh-huh. 
right. <laughs> Sam knows. Sam We've been knows. playing together for years. So it's okay um, that we say these things. Here are the... Um, so, the first career. Each career has three um, talent trees in it. The way talent trees work is you're actually... Um, throughout the course of your character um, development, you can gain access to three full talent trees and spend points in all of them. It costs a little bit of XP to um, break into a new talent tree, and it costs a little extra to break into a talent tree that's outside of your um, starting career. So, but, in a sense, you could take three from three completely different careers as just a little bit of a premium to the XP cost to do that. Everything in this game is based on buying things with XP. There aren't levels. You might earn 10 XP from a thing, and then you can spend it now or spend it later. So that's how it works. So, the first career is Bounty Hunter, who, uh, whose main skills are Athletics, Perception, Pilot, Streetwise, Surveillance, Vigilance, and Heavy Ranged Weapons. Um, so you can also kind of think of the Star Wars trope of these, which would help define kind of at least what they are when the action starts happening. So within the Bounty Hunter career, there's Assassin, which gains the bonus skills of Coordination, Skullduggery, Stealth, and Melee. There's Gadgeteer, which gains the bonus skills of Computer, Mechanics, Surveillance, and Light-Ranged Weapons. There's Survivalist, which gains the bonuses of Resilience, Survival, um, Knowledge of Lore, and Knowledge of Xenology. Uh, so those are those. The next career is the Colonist. And within Colonist, you have... Or, so the Colonist gets Charm, Deceit, Leadership, Negotiation, Streetwise... Uh, and a bunch of knowledge. Knowledge core worlds, knowledge education, and knowledge lore. I think I'm going colonist. I was about to say, doctor just seems to make sense. <laughs> because you said that you're a doctor. Yeah. But I don't, know if, I don't know if mechanically that fits to that kind of healer. Mechanically, I'm going to be a sniper? No. So, <laughs> doctor, uh, the doctor you to hell. talent tree inside colonist, uh, you gain cool, medicine, resilience, and uh, education. The Politico talent tree, you gain charm, coerce, deceit, and negotiation. Scholar lets you gain perception, knowledge of the Outer Rim, knowledge of the Underworld, and knowledge of Xenology. Um, and I believe one thing that we noticed while we were playing, um, was it Star Wars that we noticed that people that were non-combatants actually had um, yeah. a fair amount of interesting mechanical things to do in we combat? He played a medic so. droid, and he was never without things to do each round. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So even if you don't shoot guns or punch people, um, there are ways to contribute to combat without doing that. So you don't have to worry about, oh, I gotta have a gun. Although, action will be a core part of the game. Unless everyone wants to go Pelitico, then this will be a different kind of campaign. Um, so the, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to punch things. You can pretty much guarantee The uh, The next career is the Explorer, which has the core skills of Astrogation. So, yeah, like uh, charm, Cool, Perception, Pilot... Uh, lore, Outer Rim, and Xenology, Knowledge. So uh, among those, there's Fringer, which gets uh, bonus of Astrogation again. Coordination, Negotiation, and Streetwise. You have the Scout, which gets Athletics, um, Driving, Survival, and Surveillance. The Trader, which gets uh, Deceit, Negotiation, Knowledge of Core Worlds, Knowledge of Education. And so that's, uh, that's there. So then you have the Hired Gun, which has uh, which starts with athletics, discipline, pilot, resilience, or that's actually drive, resilience, vigilance, brawl, and light ranged weapons. Bodyguard uh, is one of the talent trees in there that gets perception, pilot, uh, which is drive, gunnery, and heavy ranged weapons. 
You have uh, the Marauder, which gets Coerce, Resilience, Survival, and Melee. You have Mercenary, which gets Discipline, Leadership, Gunnery, and Ranged Heavy Weapons. Is this um, helping at all, having me just rattle off yeah, all these I words? Just, yeah, I checked succession. mine off as you were... Oh, cool. What was, was the, the, what was the last two things that you read? That main category... Forward. Uh, I was reading off um, Hired Gun, Hired gun. Um, and there was... Um, you can be a Marauder, too? There was Marauder, which was which had Coerce, Resilience, Survival, and Melee. There's also a Tech Dude. And then there was Mercenary, which has Discipline, Leadership, Gunnery, and Ranged Heavy Weapons. That sounds more like I'm, your deal. I'm leaning towards yeah. Bounty Hunter Survivalist. I don't know if you're you're looking at Colonists, you're doing Bounty Hunter Marauder, I think. Marauder! Um, punch, you punch. Has anything jumped out of you? Yeah, a couple things here. I'm... I'm Okay, yeah, the next got, career kind of is the smuggler. Uh, any clarifications that you want me to go back and read any of those other ones? Nope. Got it. Smuggler is um, a universal opportunist. Uh, he starts with coordination, deceit, perception, um, piloting, real piloting, skullduggery, streetwise, vigilance, and uh, underworld knowledge. Uh, so among the smuggler, there is the pilot talent tree, which gets astrogation, piloting, uh, both pilotings planes. and gunnery. Planes so that planes. is an actual... Should we just make astrogation like a navigation? Navigation. Yeah, it might just be like... A, we'll figure yeah. out something that yeah, translates a lot it. Of classes Aeronautics. Bonuses to it yeah. it's, uh... it's normally used for navigating the stars. So yeah. it, we can probably use it for, Which I mean, navigation in, in the modern world. Navigation in the modern world, you, you know... GPS. I know. I know, that's the thing. But you would think Using that in the Star Wars GPS. world, they have the ability Still to, they have star charts, right? How good so, are the GPSs now that the world's been all... That's true, there has been GPS. some stuff. So, um... Google the, uh, ain't over there yet. The next, uh, <laughs> smuggler, uh, the next smuggler talent tree is the Scoundrel, which gets charm, cool, brawl, and light-ranged weapons. And then finally, there's Thief, which adds skullduggery, stealth, vigilance, and knowledge of the underworld. I don't know what it means when the bonus career skills and the career skills um, double up. Then you're extra good. Because I thought it just turns really it into like a class skill. Cool scoundrel. Oh, and finally, there is scoundrel. one final career, which... What? You skipped scoundrel. I said scoundrel. I didn't hear it. Okay. Yeah, I, I said scoundrel. I thought you said thief. No one want me to repeat it? Thief was the last one. Scoundrel was the middle one. Oh, weird. It I'm had sure. charm, cool, Right, brawl, right, yeah, no. Uh, finally, there's the technician career. The technician career starts with astrogation, computers, coordination, discipline, mechanics, perception, uh, driving, and surveillance. I thought slicing was a core skill. I guess it's no, just built into later. computers. No, that's There's a slicer category. I thought there was a slicer No, there's category. not. I think it's part of computers. Surveillance. Yeah, surveillance. Uh, as a skill? As a skill. I don't see it on my sheet. Wait, 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 wait. I think this sheet is old. For example, the book says deceit. This says deception. Well, no. Most likely the book is the old one. That's possible as well. I can't... The book? Can remember the book? This is, the book is the beta. They may have changed the names of skills or removed them in the there final is version. A... It'll make things complicated when oh, we sure. upgrade to the full version. There's also a PDF, which has some of the updates already. Like the, the errata on that book. Oh, I should have taken a look at the errata. I have it on my phone, but I haven't looked at it. Well, whatever. We're not going to deal with that right now. Okay. So, technician... Sorry. Starts with those skills that I said. The, um, the mechanic gets mechanics, uh, true piloting, skullduggery, and brawl, in addition to the regular career skills. The technician gets mechanics, streetwise, education, and underworld knowledge. 
And then you have the slicer, which is a specific talent in technician, which gets computers, surveillance, education knowledge, and underworld knowledge. It's the Slicing same hacking, one. Yeah. Hacking, yeah. Slicing is, is hacking. We don't have a hacker yet. Which, which in the modern world would come up. You know, Slicing would be uh, when you need to get past an electronic lock. That would not be skullduggery. That would be slicing, primarily. No. Probably a skullduggery way of dealing with it as well. Slicing right. might be a more If someone leaves their Facebook way. open, I can hack it. Those are all of the careers and talent trees. Holy so, moly. So if you are watching, you could actually be making your own character right now. You could do with it the with us. Greg is giving you. It sounds like you don't need this book. We're going to have a new Twitch show where we just read through entire books <laughs> so you can write it all down and plagiarize. There's an uh, audio book version of that was yeah. audiobook. Basically the system tour. <laughs> <laughs> I know, the system tour was me dictating practically every word from these books. Okay, so I've got I've got that written down. Um, my thing is, uh, I, it sounds like I picked mine. Actually, are, are you still looking? Can you skim the Bounty Hunter ones? I know there's the first section on that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, so basically, hopefully you took, wrote down a couple notes of which ones were interesting, and now you want to go back and get a little yeah. more detail. Yeah, I got, I... So Bounty Hunter had uh, Assassin, Gadgeteer, and Survivalist. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gadgeteer is definitely the one I was curious Gadgeteer about. is the one that, so the co- career skills are athletics, perception, um, driving, piloting, streetwise surveillance, vigilance, and uh, heavy weapons. Plus, the gadgeteer gets computers, mechanics, surveillance, and light weapons. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm doing. Um, hey, 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 you're going to be a technician. Alice only eats red skin. I'm not going to be a technician. I said it was like a car mechanic. That's a technician. <laughs> well, I know, but not like a, a computer person. Thank you. Sure. Um, not the slicer. Uh, were you saying you're leaning towards... No, you're okay. I was also thinking of doing... Keep in mind, this is just your first talent tree, because you'll be able to select multiple. And if yeah. you're a human, you get a second one right off the bat. So, a second says, talent tree? Second, second talent tree. Says something like... You wouldn't have to decide it right it away. It doesn't limit your like, access under to career. three or something? But no, it, it, career, right? it, it's just saying it does not expand you to get more than three. That's all. Gotcha. You, you get it for free. You don't have to... Almost all extra, of though. the race things are just, we've pre-bought things for you, and here's how much XP you have left over. That's gotcha. how the species work in this. Okay, but you're saying... With the exception of some of them get a special bonus, like Regeneration or the Wookiee Rage. Yeah. But under the career, you'd get an extra one, but it would be like another one under Bounty Hunter. You couldn't uh, all Another one other Bounty Hunter, or you could buy one from any career. It just costs a little extra. Oh. It costs an extra 5 XP. Um... Basically, you spend 5 XP to unlock a second talent tree, or 10 XP to unlock a second talent tree that's in a different career. Okay. And you saw how much you start with, 100 XP. So, right. what do you want? Bounty Hunter Survivalist. Uh, bounty Hunter Survivalist, yeah. Uh, yeah well, for bounty Hunter, to the checkboxes on here. What are the career skills for Bounty Hunter? Uh, the career skills for Bounty Hunter are athletics, perception, uh, pilot planet, and pilot space. Oh, I'm sorry, it actually says pylor. Pylor? Pylor planet. Clearly a title. I've heard of that place before. Um, A spell check should have gotten that. Streetwise, surveillance, and vigilance. What should we put down if if we're getting surveillance here? Because I'm seeing that pop up. I'm just going to write it in. Okay. You just write it in. Um, And then survivalist. The survivalist, yeah. Say again. So the survivalist bonus career skills, we may need to read what that actually means. Because there are overlaps. Let me let me go back. So here we go. Um, yeah, it's career skills and bonus career skills. But what, and that makes sense to me. That's just okay. So specializations represent a character's current areas of interest and focus. Um, mm-hmm. The full text for each talent. Then. 
Ah. I might do Bounty Hunter Gadgeteer. I might do Hunter Gadgeteer. Ooh, Gadgeteer would be cool. Here's how it works. I, how does, does it work? Because really I'm confused. I just want a guy who has ranged heavy. Sounds like Bounty Hunter is going to get a very uh, oh, yeah. I thought one of the hired guns Oscar had it. Had one. Okay, so here's how the career skills and bonus career skills. All of them are going to be career skills, which means they're cheaper to buy into with XP. You can buy any skills, but it costs more if it's not one of your career skills. Um, the way it works is, and I don't know if every career is the same. It's going to be complicated if it's not. Um, but, like, for example, for Bounty Hunter, you get to select four of those first career skills and you get a free rank in each of those, four of them. Mm -hmm. Then, in your specialization, two um, of those bonus ones, you get a rank in those as well. Four of career ones. And then two What page is that on? That's explaining how that actually works? It's, on, it's described in each career and each uh, thing. Okay. So I don't know if that four and two is... Probably, let's see. Two of the four to gain a rank, two of the four to gain a rank. I'm trying to see if it's different for any other classes. Like, I don't know if any of these are like the D&D style rogue, where it's like, you get a bunch of extra skills because you're like a skill guy. Um, however, so far, they're all four and two. Four. Uh, two. Um, so you get four extra ranks. You get four ranks from your career skills, and then you get two ranks of your specialization skills. Of oh, oh, you get to put two ranks into into the bonus skills. Okay. Yeah. Which if the, so the the point of an overlap, if there is an overlap between them, uh, you, you can, can potentially get two ranks for free, and that's actually valuable from an XP budget point of view because the cost of each rank in a skill uh, increases for each one you want. It's five times the rank that you're buying. So to buy the first rank in a skill only costs five XP, it's super cheap, very easy to get a little bit of specialization. But to buy that third rank, costs 15. To buy the fourth rank, costs 20. And you have to buy each one. I will look around and possibly change class if I find another compelling class that has ranged heavy. Um, just in case people are trying to avoid uh, doubling up on uh, Abilities. careers. Um, so I'm going bounty hunter, bounty hunter, survivalist. Greg, what are the skills for survivalist? Survivalist. You want the bonus skills? Yes. Resilience, survival. They're not in any alphabetical order, and I hate it. <laughs> I know. Right. Resilience, survival. Yes. Uh, knowledge, lore, and knowledge, xenology. They kind of are. Uh, no, not that's the ones he's saying. Are. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That, Those that's are the, the problem. Ones for Is if they were in a similar order, that'd be okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Because there's no doubling up on that one. Sam, I assume you're doing yours. I'm working on it. I don't know what the extra oh, specialization like thing is. I, I have not worked that out what that even means. What, okay, what is it? As I, a human, yeah. you get access to an extra specialization. You get an extra talent tree. It's pre-purchased. So just another talent tree. So I'm a doctor and a scholar or something. Yes. Did you hear earlier where I was saying scholar. that you get three talent trees? Oh, okay. During the course of character progression, you can unlock up to three talent trees. It costs okay. 5 XP to buy one in your same career. It costs 10 XP to buy one in a different career. Gotcha. But you okay. have a limit of three over the lifetime of your entire character. Okay. Um, humans, their perk, 
since almost all the species perks are we pre-bought this thing for you, uh -huh. one of the things that humans pre-bought for you is a second talent tree. Is that in your chosen career? It says. I career. would say you could also just choose to drop that extra five XP if you want it in a different career. Gotcha. Otherwise, it's kind of lame that it forces you to take a second one in the same career when mm -hmm. you may not want that at all. Hmm. Interesting. Um, could you read again? Hired gun. You got it. Mercenary. Hired. Kayla, I think you're doing hired gun too, right? Yeah. Um, I'm doing hired gun marauder. Okay. Yeah. It's relevant. Yeah, and keep in mind again, this is just the first of your talent trees, so right. you could even pick the we exact same career in the exact same talent yeah. tree, and I might, I'm think, you would I'm branch kind of out between bounty hunter, gadgeteer, and hired gun. So hired guns um, core skills are athletics, discipline, uh, driving, resilience. Driving, driving. Yeah, pilot, planet, okay. resilience, vigilance, brawl, melee, and light ranged. Okay. And then what is it? The and then you wanted the, the mercenary? you wanted uh, mercenary. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's there are extra bonus ones. So you get to pick. You still check them off as being career skills, but you get two of these as as like right. free ranks. Is discipline, leadership, gunnery, and heavy ranged. Do you need yours uh, checked off? Uh, you mean my general skills? Yeah. Do you need me to read all your skills so you uh, can mark them? The ones that you said for me were co 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 coercion, resilience, survival, and melee. Uh, yes, but all, what about all your uh, career skills um, for no. hired gun? No, so for, you're uh, going to pick two. So you, of those four that you just listed to me, yeah. you're going to pick two of them to get free ranks in. Okay, cool. So I'm going to do melee. Makes sense so to me. So that gets that gives me free ranks or three ranks. Free one free rank okay, in two gotcha. of those. And then probably my other one would Bra <laughs> Brazilians, because <laughs> I saw brawn or or whatever that so, is. So uh, I'm confused why you have two checkboxes in front of melee. Because you only get one free rank. Because that one is the career one that you. No, read. you don't get a rank just for it being a career skill. Well, it's not me. This is not me marking. Okay, that. so somehow indicate that this is an actual rank yes. of the skill you're taking. Yeah, Oh, there are bubbles? That you yeah, there's bubbles. Oh, bubbles then, so yeah, fill in the first okay, bubbles. Dude. I, did, so I haven't go. actually looked at the character and then, sheet. And then, yeah, I think resilience <laughs> oh, this is, is probably the, the next one to do, so I'm going to do that one. Resilience, yeah, so fill in the first bubble. So you also okay. want to put checkboxes for... Yeah. It's a police office, man. We're in the police office still. You guys are still talking. This is a really oh, well, slow police both. office. I think I'm gonna well, it makes sense. That's how police here. are. In, in cool. The, so, uh, ready for so to check off these skills? I'm, I was born ready. Yeah, Athletics. I think so. And you're going to get to choose four of these for a free rank. Okay. Athletics, discipline, pilot planet, okay. resilience, okay. vigilance, brawl, melee, and ranged light. And ranged light. Wait a minute. So, brawl is different from melee in that melee has weapon. And brawl is just body. Yeah. Okay, so I ended up with two check marks in resilience. Is that a so mistake? Th that just means that it was both a career skill and a bonus career skill. Cool. For the core career skills, you get to choose four of them to get a free rank in each. Okay. So fill in a bubble for four of those. And if it, if it did bubble. double up, if it did double up across those, yes, you can get a second rank free. So, so I could do another resilience. Yep, because resilience was one of your double ups. Well, so, I'd be a fool not to. That's so was, right there. So was melee. But you couldn't and put melee. three in it. Yeah. 
You couldn't no. put three. No. Okay, because, so yeah, yeah. So that's three, and then I should put one more in... Athletics, Discipline, Pilot, Planet, Resilience, Vigilance, Brawl, It seems like a melee. Kung Fu Master would have really good athletics. Seems like it to me. Cool, okay. you got yours all done. I hate to keep going back to this. I, this is fine. This is what we're here we had, for. I wish we had more than one book. Uh, well, um, I had to call like seven game shops to find this book. Where did you get it from, Neighbor? This was from Gator Games in the Peninsula by my work. Um, I called uh, all the local ones up I here first. You gave me all the bounty hunter skills because I don't actually have any combat skills, which doesn't seem bounty hunter. <laughs> You're so like. I don't know where you left off with okay, okay. skills. Okay, okay. I think you stopped halfway through to discuss what specialization is. Bounty Hunter gets Athletics, okay. Perception, yeah. Pilot Planet, yep. Pilot Space. Drive and Pilot. Call them what they are. Well, I figure it's hard to find it if drive, I'm not saying... No, drive and Pilot. Drive and Pilot. Uh, streetwise. Yeah. Surveillance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Vigilance. No. And Ranged Heavy. Okay. You read that one. You stopped right before Ranged Heavy. <laughs> and which one are you going to pick? Oh. Survivalist. And I, I believe I already got those. But you want to go through them just in case? Resilience, the survival, system. knowledge, lore, knowledge, xenology. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Gadgeteer one last oh. time. Well, Gadgeteer, which ones do you want? All the skills? Just just there. Yeah. Just that. Especially. So the career skills are athletics, perception, pilot planet, slowly. pilot space, streetwise, surveillance, vigilance, <laughs> ranged heavy. So you're going to pick four of those to, to get a, um, a bubble in. Yep. Then your bonus career skills are computers, mechanics, surveillance, and light ranged weapons. Your gadget team? Yeah. Okay. You got them all? Cool. Okay, I'm gonna do gadget here and mercenary. Oh, you're picking your two. Cool. Yeah. Um, so when you pick a second talent tree, I have to go back all to. All hell loose. Basically. Do you get the free two skills in that one as well? Uh, n no. You get them as... It's in here. I saw it before. Building a dice pool. Interpreting the pool. Other types of checks. Other key elements. Experience and development. Acquiring Everybody talents. Acquiring new specializations. So... So you... Um, the skills now count as career skills for your character, so you get to check the. this is a career skill for everything that's in the second tree. Okay. So uh, they all become career skills. Uh, and then characters may purchase any specialization from any career, but are limited to a maximum of three specializations at any one time. Purchasing an additional specialization within the character's career costs five, outside it costs ten. Yeah, so you don't get the free skill ranks from the second career. They just become career skills that you can buy. So you still pick which one is your primary one because that's going to determine what your free ranks are. Does that make sense? Okay. So I'm picking between bounty hunter and then higher gun. For your for your like for the main for your main one because that's going to determine which free skills you get. Because the free ones come from the secondary. The free ones come from just uh, they come from uh, the very first one you pick from the character creation. Okay. You'll be able to buy any skills you want with um, experience points. Um, uh, we said you can't go... Uh, I have a racial... The ringing in the back is super annoying, someone said. Oh, the yeah, it says specifically. The, the ringing in the back. It's, we're at a police station. training and additional skills. Yeah. So you just have... Yeah, Imagine the player must choose one of the two the starting specializations to, to select ranks and starting skills from. Okay. So, For anyone that wasn't here earlier, that... 
we're the narrative is we're in a police station and the characters are chatting amongst <laughs> themselves so and us as players are defining who they are so that ringing in the background is from the police station but but if, it, but if it's really annoying, I'll turn it atmosphere. off. Um, you hear typewriters and, and computer typing. It's actually probably not typing. Apparently nobody here has been in a police station. This is what they all sound like, you guys, all the time. This is what every police station sounds like. I should just play the police to represent the police station. So you went. You mean the 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 ringing is still horrid. All right, I'll I'll turn off the atmosphere part of it. Which one turned down? There you go. I turned it down to almost nothing. I'll keep the music going. Okay. Um, we I got a skill through my race. Uh, and I got and I got a chance for uh, to put a skill point in there because of my. Then you can get a second one. You get two. Yep. So I can go to two even though I don't have two check marks. Then blah blah blah. There there perception too. There is a limitation. Oh, oh, oh. There is a limitation of how high your skills can go. Um, At the start, is it two? Uh, you you cannot train skills above rank two during character creation. That yeah. is okay. the max. I can't go up. Up. That's the max you can get. So if you so happen you to get it with your racial now. and then both the career and the bonus career thing, you couldn't put all three of them in the same one. Yeah, you'd have to pick a different one. Got so it. I'm doing survival and heavy weapons. Uh, so need to do this is my main one. Oh, and just, so I get so the free one something that you pick one of your specializations. Uh, yeah, so on. probably pick a specialization from the career. One free skill, two free skills in... And then in, what do I do with my other one? You're choosing between your specializations. Um, so right. if you're choosing... Uh, a specialization I, from a different Hang on, career. I can't <laughs> listen to this. I can't tune one out. You get so. four points and then two points. Yes. Correct. Okay. Four skills and two skills. One skill. Lastly, I think of doing that. Considering doing a pilot. You so, totally should. I think I should do a pilot. Man, do whatever. You know, makes you he happy. Reads, he reads Just you because know. we happen to be building off the Star Wars universe and so many like classes do get pilot because in Star Wars piloting is just normal it happens to make it so that in this modern world it's very easy to be a pilot well I feel like with just like how um, nego- uh, uh, navigation stuff would be useful for astro- I mean I feel like it doesn't it's not a terrible idea to involve that with getting around because like you said Google Maps and all that satellites up. There's no cell towers in the in the magic area event things. Oh, it's been um, ten years. So <laughs> those cell phone providers are vicious. I would depend on what area you're in. Um, if so, you're roaming, so some of them mm. could still be wilderness stuff. I feel like with those magic areas, the idea that not that there are more helicopter pilots, but it's like that becomes that might be more useful. relevant. We already have. There is already a driving skill. That's yes, we did turn. There are actually two piloting skills in Star Wars. One is piloting on a planet and one is piloting through space so we changed piloting on a planet to be driving and piloting through space we're leaving as piloting it kind of makes sense which applies to airplanes scale. and i guess it can apply can to spaceships as well yes. if, we if you do spaceship. find yourself in a space shuttle and you have the pilot space skill i'll allow it I'm probably just gonna go with helicopters. See, i'm wondering i'm wondering if the other races had any kind of a space program they why not not anymore well, maybe they, they, maybe they have balloons, a magical space maybe. program. They don't have any like, oh, the space shuttles. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I mean the steam guys probably stuff. not, but the steam. other people are even more technologically backwards. It's called a category. doesn't mean they couldn't have accomplished it through magic um, Do we have anyone doing drive? No. My guy's too drive. big to fit in a lot of cars. So I it could. Seem very I have a one in planetary vehicle. 
You can just remove one of the seats like Police Academy Hightower. There are car, there are, got, he's got the... the there are cars on the market that are designed for it, though, now. It's been 10 years. Segways. It's profit to be had. You, Magical you see Segways as the best thing ever. No, realistically, <laughs> I hope somebody owns a truck and I can just kind of sit in the back. Yeah. Uh, like a... Well, would you mess with the with the eight foot tall demon looking thing sitting in the back of a truck? No, he'd probably say, "Yeah, maybe right. I have a truck. I, I don't know. We live in a city that we don't need a lot of pilot drive. Pilot drive. <laughs> pilot drive. Good. Drive. Drive. Street wise for black market and heavy weapons. Perception. That's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Who needs surveillance? Hey, hey. Now nah, that is kind of cool from what I do, but it's not even a real skill. I had to handwrite it. It seems like I'm cheating. <laughs> That's not even a and real resilience skill. resilience does not seem something Clint Howard is familiar with. All right, guys. <laughs> you got yours figured out? and pilot. So has everyone got their specialization and skills locked in? Yeah. I need, a, I need like a visual on the book. I'm kind of a visual learner. I'm having a hard time just like pulling it all out. No I problem. I respect that. This is killing uh, I can hand you the book. I don't actually need to hold it. primarily a gadgeteer. Which, you want going gadgeteer? Which is your first specialization? I think hired gun mercenary. Okay, hired gun mercenary is on this page. So you can see up top there it lists all the skills. Uh, I figured out an easy way to explain it. At the end, you should have six <laughs> skill bubbles filled in. Oh, thank God. Possibly one more from your race. I have six. I have seven. What? I've got a race thing. Yeah, he has a. He has oh, a wait, I really do well. too. I have Brawl built in. You pick four of the ones from the top line there. Okay. And then you pick two from the bottom. Oh, yeah, that's the reason you picked them, wasn't it? Yeah, I totally forgot. That's what I should have done. Once you guys picked it, I should have just handed the book to you and then you could just. Um, look at When we get the full core rulebook, we'll get multiple copies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I hope there was a PDF. I, it's a gig. I hope but where was it? No, 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 no. I, no. I hope they'll the offer PDF. a real yeah, PDF. Yeah. yeah. No, I hope they do. Yeah. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't have it. Um. What's uh? Greg, what's lore? Am I going to tell is, stories? Because I already tell crazy stories. You're, that's your lore. Lore. Uh, lore is a no. word that means history. Like For the most part, history. we could check the book to see what it actually says it's used for. What about resilience? System. Is resilience one of those like you don't pass out things? Uh, is it resilience that related to your um, threshold of something? It's the it? only other bronze skill aside from no, athletics. No, your wound threshold is ten plus. I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, that would be like um like toughness or. Um, I'm extremely tough. Your ability, it might actually, probably has something to do with um, uh, uh, recovering wounds, maybe, or with standing. I, these are all guesses. I don't know. The survivalist got survival, but then it got some, Someone took my book. Got some lame... Yeah. I don't need knowledge skills. Sorry, sorry. I'm not a knowledge <laughs> not that sorry. kind of guy. No, that's all right. Leave that sorry. to the doctor. I just, yeah, you better have some knowledge. Are you the doctor? Um, all right. This music should be in a lost episode. Oh yeah, we are in a lost episode. Did we not mention that? It was on. Turns out our setting is actually just lost. Yeah. Psych. That would be the shittiest. We'd all, energy. and then <laughs> simultaneously, everyone on our uh, viewers. Right, Resilience is equivalent of endurance. What? I've decided. It's the equivalent of the endurance skill. Gotcha. Caved in. No. Didn't PVP do a comic game. about a lost like tabletop game? It's like. What the hell? There's no rules. There's no story. Just a whole bunch of random encounters. 
And then when you level up to the end, now there's not a twist ending. It just says disappointment. <laughs> Everyone go home. The polar bear Ready wins. Spoil the ending. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I still haven't seen the last season. Thank you very much. All right. Aww. It I, I keep it that I way. Yeah, well, I, I quit. I quit. I was just no, I'm like, saying, oh, that that's nice for you. That's it's I was like pissed still off believing from the get-go, in Santa okay? Claus. I was angry at that show. Like after like three episodes, I was like, nobody's talking about the fact that the dude shot a polar bear for like two years. All right, I'm like, just gonna pretend that didn't happen. I see. Okay, guys. For my other skill, resilience, lore, or xenology, I'm happy. Good. What would help? What would knowing of aliens? Xenology. You need to know which animals are been being taken over by the man. Which ones have you <laughs> Like those German Shepherds? Yeah. Don't, it's sold out. Trust a German Shepherd. They're not too Genetically and enhanced. For the man. Resilience, lore. I'm sure resilience will help me at some point. <laughs> I guess. When you need to parry something very important. So I've got some streetwise for getting illegal stuff. Okay, well that's just the, the bonus skills okay. that we start out with. Then we use our experience points for buying a bunch more stuff, don't we? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll read the I'll read those rules in just a moment once Madeline gives me the book back. Sorry. Give her time. Give her time. Anyone else want a red starburst? No. You want a red, another red starburst? I'm good. All right. They're mine now. You took two. I really, okay. I really don't like them. You took really two. <laughs> They're made just, of whale snot. So to make candy. sure I give this back. Don't need candy. Before whale I snot? give this back, They're I want to make sure I do it. Okay. So we should have six skills total filled out, right? All uh, right, unless you got an extra one from your species, which okay. I don't think you did, because you're a human. So no. Yes. I'm a human. Six total should be filled in. Okay. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Six boxes or six skills? I six on purpose. Six single points. Single points should be filled in. Because the specialty, you like pick two. Okay, I got that. Yeah, yeah, you pick two from the from the okay. specialty oh, list. Do you only have two if your specialty and your career match up? Uh, you can only have two in the same one, yeah, if, if there's an overlap between the two. Okay. Or or if you but if you have all separate ones, you should have six full separate ones. Yeah. That yeah. are one rank each. Now, for the checkboxes for the column that says, is it a career skill, you'd have a ton. You'd have everything from both categories. And for you, you'd have everything from both categories of both specializations. Does that make sense? Say that again. There's a column in your it skills says that says career, question mark, and you would put a checkbox if it's any of those career skills listed. That Even one, if they're ones that you don't have. Correct. That matters later when you're spending okay. experience points um, because it's cheaper to buy ones that are core career skills. Right. If you're familiar with D&D, it's essentially the difference between class, class skills, skills and, and cross-class cross -class skills. skills. And you or if you're not familiar with D&D, I'm just confusing you more by introducing more terminology. <laughs> Actually, cross-class cross -class skills are pretty commonplace, just I think, Just one checkmark if it's a career or a specialty? It doesn't matter, yeah. It's just, it's cheaper if it's in one okay. of your careers. And, and so the fact that I get a second tree, that'll come in later, hmm. because I have a second tree for free. Yeah, if you want to just, you can, if you've already decided what your second tree will be, you can uh, add the check marks from that Okay, but I don't well. get any of those. I do not you get don't any get any free now. skill ranks. Okay. But there was something about XP from them? Well, they are called ranks. Um, you'll spend XP later. Okay. I'm going to put it in my checkbox. Steal this really quick for a little more. Cherry. Really fast. I promise. You're lying. 
gentleman ghost dad? Has departed. Aw, what a cool name. Sorry to see you go, ghost dad. Oh, Jingles. Yeah, we started a conversation about Lost. I'm sorry, everyone. I know. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I knew as soon as you mentioned Lost and the ending and it being shitty or not, it would all of a sudden Guys, let's talk about Defiance instead. Yeah, someone said, so far the setting, um, they're, they're imagining Defiance in their head. I like that, because I'm absolutely does. certain the fact that I cannot escape Defiance for any minute of my day might have had some, yes. some I inspiration. Honest, I'm just kind of thinking Shadowrun Sans Dragons. Cool. That works. I've heard people say they like Defiance because it reminds them of Shadowrun. Um, I'm just thinking of Star Wars. That's <laughs> what we're playing. Well, yeah. You, your Clint Howard thinks Star Clint Wars. He's in Star Wars. Clint Howard, as I've designed him, could be in the Star Wars universe. He's a crazy conspiracy. He theory. thinks yeah, the conspiracy is that he's in the Star Wars universe, Thank but no you. one on this planet knows it. The government here has suppressed the fact that they're part of a massive empire. <laughs> All right, he we all done. We all done with specializations. Zwam, zwam, zwam. He makes the noise. All right, <laughs> everyone has picked their career. Huzzah! We can move on. Yeah. Huzzah! Next. <laughs> Next, you're gonna invest your experience points. Oh boy! So I have ninety of those. This is something. This is something you're gonna do now, and it's something you're gonna do frequently during uh, throughout the campaign because you earn experience points and you're going to spend them in the same way later as you do now. The only thing that you can only do now that you will not be able to do later is improving your characteristics, your core stats. You can buy upgrades to them now. You will never be able to do that later. How much do the upgrades cost? Uh, so it is different depending on what you're buying and there are four things that you can buy so I will go over each of them. Yay. So the first option you have is you can spend experience points to increase characteristics. The cost is 10 times the purchased rating in experience, and each rating has to be purchased sequentially. So if you're upgrading it to 3, it costs 30 experience. If you're upgrading it to 4, it costs 40. If you're upgrading it to Any 5, max? it costs 50. But if you're starting at 1, you have to buy the one for 20, 30, 40, and 50. The max is 5. Max is 5. Okay. Max is 5. Yes. So the maximum it could cost you is 50. And from a probability math point of view, uh, it seems like raising these characteristics as high as possible now is um, advisable. You can never raise them later? You can never raise them later. And since having this as a high value increases the core size of your die pool for anything you do with them, um, seems valuable. So I, being a uh, brawler, would naturally gravitate towards brawn. Is there a companion characteristic that would also be... You important. would look at the skills that you're going to be using and okay. look at what their characteristic here, is. But oddly enough, very low will starting in general. So, Like the lowest. So very interesting. Just Well, it's because you picked Wookiee. Well, well, Wookiees are, you know... Loyal. loyal uh, so the second thing, aside from, aside from melee, melee and brawl and athletics, I mean, you got Not literally really athletics, lot, right? athletics, resilience, brawl, and melee, and that's it for brawn. There's yeah, not, but if she's well, fighting just, all hand to hand, that's, that's all she's going to be using both in combat. Brawn and agility don't have a lot of skills because they're all represented in combat. Like, yeah, agility doesn't have like striving. Here are the other things you can spend your experience points on. So characteristics is ten times the rating. Um, for skills, it's five times the purchased rating, and each rating must be purchased sequentially. Um, I thought that you can. Um, 
I thought there's a there's a uh, oh you may not purchase a skill above two during character creation. Gotcha. Oh, wait, a skill above two. Skill okay. above two. Right. If you want to purchase a rank in a non-career skill, it costs an extra five experience points. No matter what um, rank you're going to, it's just a flat extra five if it's not one of those checkmarked skills. So that's the cross five. class. Kind it was of. bonus the... ten if we double down on our on our. Oh, or our, sorry, Character. obligation. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, it, costs, it costs, what, extra. 10 or five, to get another... Uh, oh, that, that thing that some of, that I think Sam bought was, uh, for 10 extra obligation, you got 10 extra XP. XP, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm gonna um, what about getting extra specializations? Is that on the list coming up? Yes. So the third one is you can spend experience points to purchase talents within specializations. That was that big, huge thing of 20 things. That one will take a while to go through for each player. Cost, associated cost for each one. And they have associated costs depending on which, which tier the talent is in. Good Lord. So it's or 5, like 10, five, 15, 10, 20, 10. 25 for the five tiers. And they have, uh, they have lines. They have, they're like an actual tree. So there are prerequisites to go down. So you actually you have to build it down like a tree. So the cost for that depends on the talent's position within the specialization tree. And there are no special limits during character creation. And finally, you can spend experience to purchase a new specialization, a whole new yeah. talent tree. Uh, and that costs 10 if it's in another career or 5 if it's in your current career. Okay. And I was saying that if you're human, you got, you got a second one for free. But if you picked it from a different career, you do have to spend 5 for that premium. Initially. That, initially. Just in order to Excuse get that one for the other tree. Basically, your human, your human. It's kind of funny that human ability of getting a second tree is they're basically saying you get an extra five experience, but you have to spend it on a specialization tree, <laughs> specialization unlock. Right. It's essentially what it is. Also, it's just a drop in the bucket to unlock a specialization. Get, they're letting like, you do that. Like I started out with want. 100 XP. Yeah. Started out with 90. Who mm-hmm. else? Humans are I 110. Out with 90. And he right. started with 90. Okay, so I spent I like them 110. I think that's clearly. Enough. I spent 50. They both started with 90 because they each had a, a species bonus okay. that is unique: the Wookiee Rage and uh, the um, oh, and the regeneration. Yeah, at least with one don't have a okay. class. Okay, so most of them don't. Most of them are just a free rank in a skill, and one of your characteristics is higher, and one of your characteristics is lower, and you get 10 less XP. That's almost all the species. That's how they work. Droid is a special case because it's really wacky. It starts with all ones and gets a lot more XP. So you, you can, kind of build them from scratch. Like a droid would be built from scratch. Kind of like it, yeah. Um, and just to follow through with what we were doing here, I'm writing this by you to see what, if this is kind of how you were thinking about us doing this. Um, I'm going to up my brawl all the way to five. Okay. But that cost me 50 XP. It started at 30, right? Yes. Or started at three? So started sorry? at three. So that's going to cost you... Um, 90 experience. Oh. It costs you 40 to go to 4 and 50 to go to 5. Yes, it's it's 10 times the number you're increasing it to. Yep. And you have to buy it again. And you have to buy them sequentially. Just like skills are one at a time. Then I'm going to just do it to 4 because I can't afford it to just be all my experience. Well, it never goes up ever again. It's the only time you can ever purchase it. So if you want that 5, which is going to make your dice pool massive. Min maxing seems like a bad idea. Everyone's like, it's a fucking great idea. If I were in your position you and I wanted to be a kung fu master and wanted that to be the one thing I'm oh, amazingly no. good at, I'll be able to punch stuff and not even be able to button my pants. Do it, Kaylin. Do it. Punch your pants. 
<laughs> Velcro pants are the best. While I'm not saying you should do one or the other, we've got a, a wide enough, a, a diverse enough group that if you wanted to try being the punch master of I want punch to be city, punch master of punch city. I really so do. She has an open like, door. She punches like through the doorknob and it just opens for her. If you are less skilled in like okay. the ways of the world, we can probably carry you at least for the couple, first couple I levels. I don't understand. I didn't go My to school. My a checkbook. I don't know what this is. My letters don't, aren't very good. I have like, worry, Alice. I like write with my fist. I'll help fist. you balance your checkbook. Yeah. I'm trying punching it. It didn't work. Uh, Greg, all my stuff okay, starts at fine. 2, so to get to 3, 90 it is. Yep. Okay, yep, okay so I've spent all my XP on punching. <laughs> Perfect, I love it. What's great is, you didn't And spend, you doubled up on know. the skills. You didn't spend all your XP on being more skilled at punching, you spent all your XP on bigger muscles for punching. But here's the thing, look, when Still you go to, when you go to punch later. someone, here's your starting dice pool. Three greens and two yellows, right off the bat. That's pretty hardcore. Because you have five... But in if your I brawn, want to which do means it's five dice, related, and then your lower number is two, so <laughs> yes. But if but but when you want to survive in the wilderness, you roll single green die. It also ups your wounds by quite a bit because your wounds are ten plus your brawn. Yeah, yeah. I got a really so you have can take a, lot a ton of, of damage. Super brawn. Um, is there any benefit to savings for <laughs> <laughs> to just spend it all? Spend it. Um, you spend it. can spend it later. So. Uh, but pretty much all the things you can buy at this stage are going to be like yeah. early tier stuff. So, but feel free, for example, if you want to browse the talent tree later, you think you're going to want to pick up some of them because they're really cool and they're very defining. Um, you could just save it and then browse the book um, in the coming week. It's all 5, 10, 15, 20, no, 25 for each handle. of the five tiers. And since, you, since it's a tree, you do have to start with a 5 and then you can unlock a 10 and then a 15. Got it. That's a scene. Let's do it. Like, so for she example, you anger are. Issues, so, so uh, no. you were mercenary, right? No. Yes. Gadgeteer and mercenary. Mercenary. Male computer. So, for example, some of the ones you can buy is like, you can gain plus one wound threshold, or once per encounter, you can use a second wind <laughs> incidental to recover strain. So. I think I'm going to spend my other talent specialization with an extra five points to get the Scoundrel talent tree. Because it's like you have black market contacts, and uh, it also gives me access to ranged light, so I can actually shoot something potentially and eventually. Someday. I have no skills. Ah, uh, yeah, it's so cool. Because otherwise, I don't have access tree. to any weapon skills, and that would cost me five to raise any of them. So that's your dice pool. Give me, give me. I want it. One more time, the dice pool. So if I had. So the way you build a dice pool is all skills are going to be uh, a skill, and then you look at the characteristic that's associated with it. You take the large number, and that's how many green dice you pick up, and then the smaller number, you convert that many to yellow dice. So my resilience would be... So if your two numbers are between your characteristic... Three and one. If it's three and one, it's going to be two greens and a yellow. Ta-da! If I had zero brawn... But somehow had it's a little different resilience. than World of Darkness, which we just did for three weeks, where you add the two together and then just pick up that many dice. Yeah. They actually did it when and I was reading about it. These. They they managed to keep the dice pool um, to be fewer dice by having this whole upgrade mechanic, which is unique to di- which but is fairly said, unique to a dice pool. But you said you said mathematically system. though that the upgrade is not preferable. Well, more dice mathematically, more, but it's, it's better to add a green do. die than to up a green. Upgrade a green die to so a yellow. I, I'm pretty sure. I'd have to go back. I made a forum thread where so I, I crunched the numbers. Starting with a bigger dice pool. 
Yeah, but like that would also mean mathematically, if you were doing it that way, it would be, it would behoove you to just have a whole bunch of ranks and resilience, and very low. But, or the other way that. around. That's even better because that applies to all your skills. All my bronze skills. All your bronze skills. Which so I'm... it's it's better to upgrade to get your characteristic as high as possible. Okay. Overall. Well, the, and the other thing is, you'll yeah, eventually I'm max out. With you. you'll I'm saying also max one of skill. Them. Yeah. So eventually. You, so why would you want to? Because so. then it would upgrade all your dice, and mathematically, that's not better, right? No, no, no. no. It's better to upgrade a die than not upgrade a die. No, I mean, so okay. eventually you'll max yeah. out a skill, and you can't do anything with this. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, the best so is to we roll are, we five yellow dice. We are maxing and gaming the system right now, and it's okay, because it's fun. Well, yeah, the, the whole... Yeah. That's half of these games Well, is, the fact that they give you an the option is kind of... We're telling a story and also playing a board game at the same I time. I am Punch well, Master Supreme. Also, also, well, we noticed the probability of one was nice better. It was not, like, black and white. No, no, it's... Dice is both it is like, not black and white at all. It's a very slim margin. Yeah, so margin they give it a choice because, two. basically, I mean... Okay. At the end of the day... Has everyone spent their XP? No. Yes. No. All of it. I spent every bit of it. That's true. Kaylin did two upgrades. <laughs> and she's two done. upgrades and, and everyone, I am done. And everyone told her to do those. Yeah. We lost time because we were saying, do it. Do it. You didn't lose that much time. I caved kind of quickly. You caved? Yeah. We're pretty I'm much not going for the fifth like, one. I, my will is very low, we're, so that makes eight sense. Foot I, monster, I, I'm not doing We're pretty much done with character like, creation good. after that, and then we can get started with a little there. bit of gameplay cool. if you guys finish soon. Greg, you have how, intimidation factor. I'm like, don't little... worry about it. I was like okay. one agility too, and how I was much, like, if I ever want to fire a gun, uh, it's gonna be like, oh gosh. So I've never dealt with one of these. Guys, please be quiet. Dan's asking about the game. Go. Thank you, Greg. Okay. That's always I'm, the I'm, rule, I'm, I'm is, is whoever's I'm actually asking this. about the game gets uh, the how mic. How many points should I leave aside for specialization at your recommendation if I'm going bounty hunter survivalist? What kind of skills do you see in there are you think are good if I want to shoot big guns and come up with crazy ideas? Um, overall, I think that you should buy whatever um, uh, characteristic Starts upgrades it. you can afford. Yes, to, I'm going to um, upgrade my agility to 30, 40, 40, 50. For 40 points. So for survivalist? I now have 60 left over. What do you want to be good at? I'm counting myself. Um, uh, range heavy. And maybe streetwise. But that's not Are you going to have cunning? Uh, cunning, I have a decent amount of cunning. I could upgrade that and then only have... Upgrade cunning. That would be good for because eventually, pretty quickly, you can survival get an ability called wise. you can get an ability called soft spot that lets you spend a destiny point to add add damage equal to ranks in cunning to the result of that thing. Ranks in cunning. Yeah, you spend a destiny point. And, oh, and I just I mean, no, they, they call these ranks as well. Oh, I guess they do. Okay, maybe I'll go forty for that, thirty for cunning, and then and that, that's later. You said that happens. Point That's just, it's one of your things down here. Oh. I'm just kind of pointing out. Oh, but it has to go in order, right? Um, yes. Like all of your, one. all of your talents at first are things like foraging, tracking uh, people, outdoorsman, uh, stalker, uh, lets you do stealth coordination surveillance, made outdoors only. Oh, wait, that's not Natural outdoorsman. Ten points to get to a two. Ten points for ranged. 
All right. What if, let's see, I have uh, 70, 80, 90. If I have 10 points left, what's the 10 point thing for either Bounty Hunter or Survival? Is, is, or is there just a basic Bounty Hunter? There is no Bounty Hunter tree. The specialization the is the tree. Okay, what is, Correct. What are the all first of this ones? we can do just on the first rank. Absolutely. Oh, all five Forager, Stalker, Outdoorsman, Expert, Tracker. What's Stalker? That's uh, add a um, boost die when you're doing stealth, coordination, and surveillance outdoors. Oh, it's the animal form, it upgrades into swift, which uh, removes penalty for removing through difficult terrain. Yeah, I'm not doing. I, starting out, I don't have any stealth or surveillance uh, like that. What's the other ones? Uh, expert tracker, forager. I'm not a hobo. Yeah, Forger like goes to Outdoorsman, which is moving through terrain, environmental effects. This might be handy later on, but I'm thinking like I live in like motels. Yeah. Not like the actual woods. Uh, what's the combat-oriented ones are over here. You can start out with Outdoorsman. Yes. Um, what is because they what it is is like they yeah, often they say per rank of outdoorsmen, so you can get them yeah. in two different places. You I'll get it here and here. They're stuck. Oh, just moving through terrain. That's, that's yeah. Terrain. Remove a setback die for um, moving through terrain or manage environmental effects, and decreases your overland travel times by half. Uh, what's Remove a setback die per rank of expert tracker from checks to find tracks or track targets, and it does not uh, treat anything. God damn it! Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna spend my points on upping other skills, and I'll read through those in more uh, more detail. Uh, more detail later. Okay. Ah, I will get better at my driving abilities. Who's still spending? Seventy, eighty, ninety. You Stoddard, goddamn Stoddard clan. I could put my first ranks in something, or I could just get better at one of the things I already have one point in. Should I bring back the police uh, ringing? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. I don't think it helped us move back here. Is going to turn into something else? What were we saying is probably more recent? The book or the paper? Um, Your mom. The paper is probably more recent. She's pretty Most accurate. Yeah. She's pretty accurate. Um, what did you say, Greg? The paper's probably more recent. The paper. Okay, Greg, drive or pilot? Kind of like the idea of being a surprise what are good your skills? helicopter pilot. What, are, what have you got points in uh, for your skills? I'm a helicopter pilot. Okay. I'm a driver. Right. Uh, I'm resilient or something. <laughs> like, I'm going to put that on a resume. Guess, I'm resilient. I'm resilient. He can punch me, I'll bounce back and punch um, you. Yeah, I put I'm resilient good. down too because I haven't had overlap, so I was like, eh, why not? I'm good at streetwise for black market goods, survival, because apparently I'm going to live outdoors. It's, it, it, everything leaned towards survivalists, and now I'm like... <laughs> uh, it's very odd, and shooting big guns, but not shooting small guns. I don't know how. No. He's good at assault rifles, but not pistols. Like he holds I'm gonna be like, good with all a, guns. a small revolver, and he's like, "Where do I put my second hand? <laughs> do I just do I just put it right here in the front? I just just, just right, right there the to make the bullet faster." Um, yeah. I, in terms of redistributing skills later, maybe I'll get a, more away from survival. But I'm doing survival. Uh, no. Well, I'm doing all guns. I know all how guns. to make them and put them together and shoot nice. them real good. Sweet. Does anyone have gunnery? I feel like I, got, gunnery. I just got gunnery. Awesome. Because that means you can use a giant mounted gun and mm -hmm. that will happen at some point. Oh, yeah. It needs to. 50 cal on a Jeep. 
Um, lastly, uh, the, 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 um, Greg, what were some of the combat skills down the road for survivals? Not a lot. <laughs> You're like, why did I pick a survivalist? It's stupid. Conspiracy kooks. Like, because he's like, it's, conspiracy kooks aren't there to like mow down an army. They're like, it's yeah, not survivalist. Yeah. Well, keep in mind, this is just the the first tree. You can unlock another one for five or ten XP if you want to go get other things. Don't sell me on that. So soft spot, for example, is an amazing combat skill or combat talent because you can spend a destiny point to add damage equal to your ranks and cunning to the result. After the fact, so it's a it's a riskless like just boost free boost to damage, not free. You spend a destiny point. The destiny points. Oh, those are those things. That those are the numbers that they flip flop back and forth. Yeah, and we you guys use them. Sure, how they're balanced because we just kept using them. Yeah, and that's the spirit of them is to be is to ebb and flow the whole session. Yeah, but we were we did find out that if we wanted to, we could starve you of them by. You and you know, and it, it it mentions that the players could do that, and it says this is against the spirit of the mechanics, so don't do it. What? Huh. But you use them every time. Mm-hmm. So it basically was just an escalation die that was on for everyone, mm-hmm. every round, every time that it was happening. Basically, you could remove destiny points and just say every single dice pool has a setback die and, and a boost yeah. die. Because you don't just... Yeah, that was crazy. Okay. Well, it becomes a little more interesting when you have to spend them to activate abilities like this. I don't have a problem doing survival stuff. It's just... I, like, I feel like that's, as character develops... Starting out, all I know is we're in a police station. I can't fucking forage in here. So, I feel limited. You're like, you guys got any chips? Exactly, it's just like, it's like, it's like. I know a, how to get into a vending like, machine. You guys got any yeah, Fritos yeah. in your vending but it's machine? Not just forage forging. means mooching. Exactly, but, but it's not just that foraging. Is yeah, I'll allow you to is use, is it somebody's birthday? I will allow you to use foraging for, for mooching in an urban environment. Does it, say, also, does it say it has to be outside? It, it, but foraging it, also involves it can apply. Right. It can apply to panhandling. Cheek pouches. Cheek pouches, my man. It wouldn't just be like, it wouldn't just be like, like a hey, I'm digging through the trash. Hi, it would be like, I'm digging through the trash because I hid some food in here earlier. I put a Subway sandwich in the garbage so I could get to it later. That's <laughs> urban foraging. Look it up. All right. So We're going to swap that. I will go with it. How much was that first one there to going down that path there? Was there a to get towards soft spot. Yeah. Wait, you want Forager? Was out, what's it's called Forager. Outdoorsman is remove a setback die uh, for moving through terrain or managing environmental effects. Let me see your stuff, then. I and decreases your overland travel speed by half. So, like, if you want to get from one end of the police department to the other, <laughs> you can do it twice as fast. I, I, I feel like I'm going to regret putting points into this, but I, I also feel like I need to just double down and be like, alright, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a forager. Many, many okay, I will go with forager and that first rank of outdoorsman. Okay. It's five each. Okay, who's still spending their points? I'm done. <laughs> done. done. Does that mean Sam's done. up? Done. Fine. Swapping it. We'll do Scoundrel later. We'll go Scholar right now. I'll blow that out later. And we'll just um, blow it all on Intellect. Because what the fuck? Sweet. Uh, so that blows my entire pool of 120. Cool. We're moving on. We're almost ready. How'd you have 120? Oh, okay, Caitlin, sit back down. 110 plus an extra 10. Sit down in the group. Okay, I'm not... So basically, I chose Forager and Outdoorsman instead of being an even better helicopter pilot. So Worst guess, decision you've ever made. I guess that's one way you could do it. 
Oh, no, so I'm going back. I'm going back on it. I want to be a helicopter pilot. Dan, yes. Dan, I'm pretty sure there's not a helicopter in the police station, too. Not within it, at least. On the top. Yeah. On the top. So much more. Le- I could at least steal one. I can't steal foraging. Wait, do you have do you have skull duggery so you can like stealing. pick the lock and get into the helicopter? No, the first but I have the you punch king of punch city who can get punch through the windshield. <laughs> you can then you're gonna fly in, the helicopter. All right, no all right. Everyone's finished spending well, their shit. We didn't shit. think that far ahead. I'm done spending. Next, <laughs> you're gonna write a couple things on your sheet. You're gonna write your wound threshold. How do I? Your starting wound threshold is determined oh, yeah. based on yeah, your species and your brawn rating. Yeah. Holy crap! Right. Willpower didn't go. How is yours 19? Because it's. It should be 10 plus brawl, right? No, no. Wookie is 14 14 plus brawl. 14 plus brawl. No one can kill me. Easily. Except with a gun. Just whenever you see, when you can imagine her just like kung fu 29, 26-year-old. 26. 26-year-old chick. Just remember that inside, deep inside, she's actually a Wookie. Deep inside. Oh. (laughs) That's what they said. All her points on brawn. This won't bite me okay, in the ass ever. Next, your, next to your strain threshold. No, guys, come on, let's keep this moving forward. That's Jesus all. Christ. We're going cost 90. Next to your strain threshold. You should have already written down what that is, yes. too. It's based on your guy. This is uh, how much strain, psychological, and mental damage you can withstand before you're stunned, dazed, or incapacitated. Next up, defense. Um, defense is divided into range defense and melee defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, a character's default value in each defense rating is zero. Yay. That was easy. Default is zero. And then there's soak. Yes, zero. Uh, soak Soak's value determines how much incoming damage a character can shrug off before being seriously wounded. A character's soak value is subtracted from any incoming damage. Blah 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 blah. Default soak value is equal to your brawn rating. Yes. Oh okay. Wow. Woo! No one's gonna be able to kill you. Woohoo! Yay! Well, she's also going to be. Punching people. I, my strength's nine, And they'll have though, guns. So... Yes, but you have to get within the, the fist punching range, which means the person with like the machine gun is going to be like Mo- trying to mow me down. Yeah. yeah, I'll just stand behind you. I don't like being. <laughs> just the big move one. you. I don't have any stealth. Slowly forward. <laughs> all right. I should have been. So all of these derived stealthy. skills, by the way, <laughs> do not increase when the when the characteristic they're based on uh, increases later. So if you pick a talent that increases your brawn. It does not. That does not then also increase your soak and your wound threshold. So this is locked in. The only way it can increase is when you take talents that specifically say your wound threshold is increased. Uh, soak is increased also by wearing armor. Okay. Gotcha. Finally, not finally. Step eight is <laughs> the ten-step process. Step eight of this ten-step process is motivations. Uh, we can pretty much skip motivations. Yeah. Don't explain it. Motiv- motivations, when I looked through this earlier, motivations are not a mechanical construct. This seems to be just a step to help you, um, uh, to help guide your character concept. They're like uh, the, the Star Wars version of D&D alignments, which we, for the most part, um, are above meeting um, because we, this kind of stuff just kind of comes out in who our characters are. And I think everyone has a good sense of who they are and what their motivations are. Uh, you can go through this chapter for inspiration if you want later, but we don't need to do it now because it has no numbers associated with it. Okay, finishing touches is the easy shit, like physical description, personality, height and weight, and eye color, and blah, 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 blah. We basically already did that step one. Yeah, you want to tell us. So. Step 10 is selecting a ship. Sorry, guys, you do not get a starship. Damn it. All right. Aww. Aww. You don't get like an airship? No, no light freighter for you. Aww. Just like a... 
You can have it as soon as you can find a way to get into space. Cruiser. Like, not even like a B2 bomber or something? Just call our own? Like a little, just a little one? You can try to fly his, but he made it out of the things he found in the trash. I bet it's awesome. From a blueprint that I printed out from one of those websites that's like, nah, that's <coughs> a real B2. Yes, Greg? Does everyone remember who their characters are? I know it's been a long time since we introduced them. Alice. You guys want to hear my character, my physical description? Lay it on us. Age 39. Height 5'6. Bill Weasley. Hair receding. Eyes beady. Is Weasley, <laughs> a, is Weasley a build? Is now. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Nicely done. Sorry, Clint Howard. I'm sure you have a beautiful soul. He's crying inside. <laughs> He's crying right now. He's watching, being like, why are they picking on me? That's his voice. All right. Kick him. Break. Leaves time a film star. Oh, I finished four. finally. <laughs> you know, it's like the character generator screen, and then there's like it's going in the background as you're doing your. Officer, detective. Officer, detective. Officer, detective. Mackenzie Brooks. Comes up, says. All right, we're ready for you now. The five of you, all sitting together in the police waiting room. I highly doubt that. Guides you in. You're not there against your will. No, but she she's just confrontational by nature. Oh, yeah, they always think they're ready for me. Uh... Engage in compact. She guides you in to where? To her office, okay. and then kachunk shuts the door. Ooh, a nice soundproofed room. Blocks out all of the totally obnoxious sound. sounds oh, of the. Are you get murdered? <laughs> there are five of us, and only one of her. Clint Howard is suspicious of this soundproof room. Of course he is. I can. see that. He is suspicious. I don't like having to duck through doorways. She gestures for you to sit down. Are there five chairs, or does one of us have to stand? Uh, there are five chairs. Is there oh. a chair? Is there and, there, is and yeah, there actually are. There are. Um, uh, there is a chair in the room specifically designed for. Um, just has to be big. Well, the Hegian. Has to have a tail. It's specifically designed. It's a stool. Did it's I mention my character has a tail? Yeah. Yep. I think I think got a tail. Uh, why don't you go ahead and, and uh, describe what your characters are? You know, wearing. What do they look like at this point? Uh. Gray hoodie, jacket, hand wraps, like military pants that have been like cut off at the knee, and these like bright orange converses. Very dramatic. Dirty clothes. Some jeans. <laughs> oh, one of those the vest, the puffy vest. <laughs> it's hot out. <laughs> I'm thinking like Michael J. Fox, Back to the Future exactly. One. Yeah. Only yeah. dirtier. It's just. Maybe ripped a little. Yeah, it's torn. Stuffs food in the little pockets that are formed by the holes. Um, small print checkered shirt, windbreaker, khakis, glasses. Uh, probably like Carhartts. I don't know what that is. Like work pants. Okay. Tan work pants and like a long sleeve button up shirt. Uh, kind of full body dress, blue. Long sleeve shirt, collared, dress pants, shiny shoes. And then 
belt. Describe a little about what your uh, um, is it tail? What you look like, because yours is a little different sure. for everyone. Yes. Else. So my character is just a shy bit under eight feet for his head. Has six inch horns kind of popping up out of his head, and uh, a nice long tail sticking out of the back. I was kind of confused on the description of their tail. How long is the tail? Like a the devil tail? Pentile tail. Do you know what that means? I have no idea what that you means. Can it means he can grab it? stuff with it. Really? Yep. Awesome. He's so happy. <laughs> I know. If you need a cuff from over there, go so, ahead. All right. So he's got this cool tail, and he kind of just has it kind of like wrapped around his waist, almost belt-like then for the moment. Is it like a monkey tail or like a demon tail? I don't know. They're not very clear about how long it is. I'm guessing it's like, like is it 30 feet or maybe like skin. How long is it? It varies wildly. Oh man, I'm gonna say it's like a six foot long tail then. Alright. What's that cartoon? <laughs> Are the... you serious? It's yes, how you use it. Like it's how yeah, you use he's it. He's eight feet tall and it's just a long tail and he's got he just got it wrapped around it. It's like got, goes around him like how two or three like times. How thick is it? We're gonna say Context. So it's just wrapped around no, his leg. It's a valid yeah. question. <laughs> how you thick know, is, is it? Is it like a tiny whip tail? Is it like tapered? Yeah, it's like, like a, a little dinosaur yeah. tail? Is it like a T-Rex tail? No, 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 no. We're not going T-Rex style. We're going we're going more monkey. No, no, it's terrible. But like red, like, like devil like tail? Devil, like where it's long yes. and there's a little like point on the Except end. Except not, not Maybe bright like a little, red. Not, like, no point like at the end. end. Like like a fluffy puff at the end. No puffin. So not fuzzy. No puffin. He does have a little decorative like cap on the end of it. So. Oh, nice! Like oh it's gosh. wearing a top hat. A decorative. No, cap. come on. A decorative tail cap. That's <laughs> that's artistic. I will not. You say something like that, and I will never not be able to see that. Now there's a top hat. On Why have you done this to me? Tiny tap hat, just sort of capped on. Oh, I didn't know it could like grab stuff. I'm gonna use it like poke people who annoy me. Yeah. Like, stop. Or you that. can tie a monocle to it and just bring it up to Actually, your eyes. Actually, no, every no. While. Don't touch his freaking tail. By the way, they don't like that. Or like have that a top hat and tiny monocle and a face drawn. That's gonna be rough. He's gonna stick out okay. long. All right, all right, guys. Keeps Come on. Keeps he's, handy. he's describing his character. So characters there got long black hair, blue eyes. Other than that, I mean, other than the fact that he has horns and a long tail, he actually has like human-ish complexion. Forked tongue, right? Forked tongue. Not a long one. He's not going kiss style out to here. It's like no, this. just regular. It's like yo. But also kind of unnerving if it ever does like, like. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you make loud mouth noises when you drink. Constantly stuff. clicks his teeth with it. Mackenzie, if you got it pierced, you know, gestures to the uh, to the man to the, actually the two men sitting uh, behind the the desk. This is like a like a big office, clearly used for these is sorts the of meetings. Is the desk bolted to the ground? Um, oh my God. Those of you that have spent any amount of time Just in asking. a in a police department, um, you know that this is the kind of room where they call it an office. What it really is, it's an interrogation room that's clearly. Uh, meant to it's for interrogations where where it's meant to make people feel more relaxed you know instead of a bare room with a table in the middle you know it's like you know it's like a regular old office you know and there's a coffee machine in the corner and, and um, Cliff knows this and he's noticeably nervous now. so no window in the there's a window on the side that is obviously a window no uh, um, you know like the kind that has two way glass it's a low security this is where they interrogation room truth serum. yeah no there's no there's no one way there's no one way glass there's no, there's no one-way glass. No one-way glass. No, 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 no. Accessories. So but there's a mirror, but it's not, that's not one way. That's just a mirror. It's just a mirror. And she says, she says, we appreciate very much you agreeing to come in and speak with us today. Um, says, uh, Dan McDaniel or, or Agent Dan, 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 Dan Agent Dan McDaniel. That's his name. 
Um, oh god. <laughs> okay. Agent yeah. McDaniel and Hopkins here uh, would like to ask you some questions. Um, would like to ask you some questions, and uh, in your and uh, I'll be stepping out. The two men, the two men sitting behind the table, sitting behind the desk, are wearing full suits, black suits, white shirt. Do I have any guns with me? No, you've been divested. We we haven't gotten any gear. They, uh, if you had, I got my gear. They were uh, checked at the, uh, if you allowed them. I mean, they checked credits on boxes. Checked at the entrance (laughs) to the police station. Brass knuckle. This is the worst scenario I can imagine for Tim Howard to start out in. Are you, like, twitching violently now at this point? He, he like, just looks like he's not going to say anything. Like, he's getting ready to He says, Herod is totally into this. He's in the middle of a police station. This is, like, the happiest day of his life. Dan McDaniel says, so cool. It has come to our attention that the five of you were all present at a particular location that is of some importance to us on the day of the event. And he looks to each of you. He says, we would like you to uh, explain to the best of your ability the events of that day, starting at the beginning. And then he looks specifically to, what's your name? Carrot. Carrot. Carrot? Carrot? Like a rock. Is it like carrot? A diamond. Yeah. You're the one they were calling Special K, right? Yes. <laughs> special K. Carrot. <laughs> He's Lauren. calling him Carrot. Carrot Lauren. But like, oh. carrot. And, uh... Hold on, I gotta rewrite that. He says, because of the Alien Immigration Act of 2004, we will ask... Uh, we may only ask your story from the moment you found yourself here. And he says, we know that you were on the train. <laughs> you guys are on a train. You're not sitting together. You're in different areas of the, you're in different areas of the train we're here. We're playing a flashback. Do I have a train? We're playing a flashback. Do I have a train sound? Nothing there. Um, well, just so you no, know, don't. trains don't sound like this. <laughs> That's my chicka 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 chicka. That's a train. Chicka chicka. You described a spaceship. No, more like a washing machine. <laughs> a washing machine from space. All right. <laughs> I really think we need to get off this train. It sounds like it's going to explode. You say um, that. You, you say that to, to me. yourself. Um, you say that to yourself. Loudly. Um, Very loudly. Over and over. Oh, Clint. Clint finds himself on the train and says... I'm sleeping and my head and my hoodie is totally up. Your head is down and you're sleeping, but Clint is Obviously trying to ignore you. But Clint is talking like she must still be awake and and he knows that the best way to teach someone is to whisper in their ear (laughs) while they're sleeping sleeping. because that information seeps into their brain without being being filtered out. (laughs) And he knows that this Uh is the most... Effective way of teaching and thinking. And I'm 16. She, she's 16 so at this time, like, so. Trains are the safest mode of travel because they don't rely on jet engines or internal she, engines. They can still use like. Little do you know, stuff. her iPod earbuds are in. Make it. She's like daft pucking it up to totally tuning him out. God. He's just. He's warning her about the world. 
world. The whole world is going to kill you. <laughs> this is got a drink and he's reading a nice book. Ten years ago. Yeah. Obviously. Everyone's yeah. ten years younger for the most I think for most that's of you show. that's not oh, okay. a giant. Howard looks the same. <laughs> you look bright and sunny upon the world. Yes. Everything's rainbows. <laughs> Alright. What's um Everyone needs Alan. a stupid stand that's card Alan. so I can remember who's who. And I'm I don't Alan. have a Alan. yet. Alan. Alice Allen. That's What's Alan doing? Uh, Alan is reading a magazine about. Uh, he has just barely finished med school. I'm assuming. What what time of year is this? Maybe. What do you want it to be? Uh, is it the brisk chill? He has in the just finished med school, the... and he is flipping through a uh, sort of information on a laptop, and he is reading all the stuff because he has to be deployed soon. And so he's getting all this information about where he has to go and checkups. And he's collecting information. Oh, so he has not been deployed? Not yet. yet. Oh, no. okay. Gotcha. He's just graduated med school. He is sort of a little excited, a little nervous about the prospect of oh shipping out somewhere. He's what? never actually left the States before this. So, it's kind of neat. Okay, it's, uh, my character's on a, uh, on a laptop. Um, she's a little, uh, little high anxiety. She's kind of doing one of her, uh, one of her first kind of trial experiences. Uh, she's going to be doing a lecture for a group of very young Hygians. Uh, well, it's before that. This is oh, pre- before that. Okay. This is the day of. He hasn't turned to crime yet. <laughs> no, not she's, yet. Uh, she's trying to, she's trying to write a lecture on, um, on gun safety that she's going to give to a group of like middle schoolers that she doesn't really want to do and she what? got kind of roped into she it. She got kind of roped into it and she thinks that really kind of travel where you're just like friend. why did I agree to this? I'm yeah. just like on this stupid train. Yeah. Why am I traveling by train? There's it's a crazy 2003. Man the Who travels by train anymore? <laughs> she's not a teacher. She just got like she's going to be teaching gun safety to like Pretty sure that man whispering years. into the young girl's ear is homeless. Homeless <laughs> man. Pretty Pretty sure like, should I intervene? <laughs> that doctor over there looks way too optimistic and probably gullible. <laughs> like, definitely gonna get involved in the mob. Obviously. <laughs> anyway, I have that. Mark written all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when all of you, at the same time, feel a lurch forward. As if the uh, as if the brakes are being hit uh, on the you know as if the brakes are being suddenly activated on the train. Everyone like moves forward, hits the seat in front of them. You hear some people um, you hear some people screaming Flipping as out. crowds of people do when something unexpected happens, especially when traveling and tense. And uh, some people are saying, "What's going on?" And that's when the lurch is the least of your problems, as then a shudder and then a shake and then the entire train starts tilting and falling over onto its side. Crap! I am horrified. Ah! And I'm losing this, my shit. This is the wrong mood of music, but There's I don't a have different a different mood. track There's right now. Different Clint Howard is more comfortable in this train You have a train crash track? Than in a police interrogation room. I don't have a different one. That one. This one? Mm-hmm. I think it's better. Oh god, they're on top of each other. There we go. Oh, perfect. Um, what did you say Clint Howard was doing? 
I say Clint was more comfortable in this train wreck than he is in a police interrogation room. <laughs> <laughs> He's just holding on to something. And, and, well, she's holding on to Clint. What did you do? Uh, kind of death grip on the arm, During the crash, though. yes. Yes, I am what did you do out. then? During what the crash, I am then? freaking out. Like, <laughs> We all scream. I have very quickly assumed the crash position and made sure that the other two people around me are also doing so. I love it, just like crash. security protocol. Just like protocol. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna crash, we read the pamphlet in front of us, we're gonna be fine. There's a pamphlet? He's panicking. <laughs> I, I am panicking. Currently panicking. So what and happens when you don't read pamphlets? Clint mm-hmm. didn't read the pamphlet because he knew that was full of government lies. <laughs> <laughs> and Alice is sketchy on the reading, so. He knows you she can jump up and down in a train wreck. <laughs> to absorb the force. Um, He's mostly thinking, I really don't want to die right now. I've just spent the last, like... Long yeah. time. Consecutive 20 years in school. Yeah. Uh, and I just got out. Alice clutches her iPod. You're stupid. One of those like, really small iPods. She's like clutch, clutching. It doesn't want to let it go. <gasps> Not my iPod. The violent shaking uh, of, of the train car continues. As you can see, it starts to, or as you can feel, it starts to flip over again. The ceiling becoming the new uh, floor. The new floor. The glass now that was all shattered and broken from one side of the train. Now a bunch of bits of shattered glass starting to pour towards the inside. Let's get some dice rolling going on to um, for kick off our grand adventure. To kick off our grand adventure. Um, Except I don't really want to grind it to a halt. I don't remember how to do skill checks. You mean as our our train is currently doing? Uh, I think discipline is what you use to see if you're gonna freak the hell yeah, out for a fear out. roll. I yeah, go ahead and roll some. Give me not, some discipline rolls. No, so no, you discipline. just roll your base stat, which would be will. So if no, you, you have roll a discipline. Check mark in your you career box. Skill right, and if you don't have a skill point in it, it's just your base stat. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you so you build the you build the dice pool exactly the same whether or not you have ranks, and that is. The big number of di- of green dice, and then upgrade the small number to yellow dice. I have one. So if the small number is zero, it's still the same thing. Oh, gotcha. No All right. Uh, and the difficulty family. here, this is a crashing train, so we're going to call it three difficulty. Do we all have to oh, roll yeah. against this bat? No, you, Separately? you do it like this. Gotcha. Yeah, that's his dice pool. Oh, and that's wow. actually... That's bad. No, that's a success, man. No way. Success with... with Dude, threats. that's two successes, one failure. Oh, yeah, that was two successes. I thought you threat. only got one. Yeah, no, that's two you successes You narrowly avoid So you actually succeed. I have terrible willpower. But in this But I didn't moment, read those pamphlets, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys are screwed. So. Uh, we'll call it uh, taking a strain if you... Um, if you fail, uh, which you did. Bad, so take but a, it could have been worse. Take a strain. I don't have a lot of those, you know? And any other green. We're going to get more dice, by the way. So this is Will. We will get more dice as will. soon as they sell them. <laughs> I like, slam into There's the also a dice seat in front of me. It's Will and Discipline. That's not, even a, that's not even a thing. What is? Yeah. Oh, Willpower, that's what it is. Yeah, okay, Willpower. Two. Uh, okay, I'm actually cool as a cucumber, apparently. So, no, 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 I'm not. No. I am. But, yeah. I have a total of. 
A tie. Zero. A tie is not a fail. Is not a success. So you did not succeed, but you did get a bunch of. Oh, actually, they. No, it evens that. out. So I am. You're zero zero. Yeah. All right, take a strain. Take a strain. Okay. You're doing a lot of heavy breathing. <sighs> <That's your world. sighs> panic yeah. attack. No, I'm trying to use Lamaze. He's like, <laughs> and it's not working. <laughs> I tried this, the only relaxation technique I learned. So okay. you had also willpower, but no ranks in. Uh... Correct. Cool. We have so that's no... two, failures, two failures, three threat, and one, one success. success. So that's an overall failure with uh, one threat. So what we're gonna do is. So that one, that one threat is we're gonna put a we're gonna put a setback die on your next uh, on your next roll for being rattled on top of us. Yeah, Alice didn't wear her seatbelt, so that, that's her strain. And you don't have to worry. I'm not in the train. You're not in the train. You're that's not right. In the um, or are you? Roll a die to survive. Crash I'll just the say, train. I stand or in front of the you? train and just put my palm up. God damn it! The screaming throughout the train is just deafening. I'm deaf now? You're not exactly deaf. Phew. And, uh... Still can listen to deaf. As the train comes, uh... To a complete stop. To a screeching halt. As the train smoldering. comes to a, uh... Slowly comes to a rest. You find yourselves actually able to stand up. Multiple people unconscious here, or at least not moving here in the train. People cut by glass. There are other people running around, screaming. Some people are trying to climb out the window. And when you look out the window, it was the middle of the day before. That's You define the time, right? What did you say it was? I didn't. You, I was no, curious you didn't. about what time of year it was. And then she said, you pick, and then you didn't. Time right? of and then I said I had graduated. I understand. So okay. this is June. So it was the middle of the day on like a, it was like a middle of the summer day. And when you look out, it is dark, like it is nightfall. And it's in uh, fact, June 6th. And, uh, and so, yeah, you see just night as people are pouring out of the train. Dan, is Daniel smoldering... asks, what did you do once the train had come to a stop? Um, I... Uh, once I managed to clear my head and figured out that I was okay, uh, I started trying to help people who were injured. You know, basic first aid, triage stuff, and then moving people away from the wreckage. I get out of the wreckage. <laughs> I, fo- I follow Clint. But, sure but not before there. grabbing my, my backpack. So Clint's climbing out a window, that's what you're saying? As we're as he's climbing out a window, he Which is continues talking on the sides to or on the on the top one. It's coming straight up. Uh, and he uh and this is why he's telling Alice that um you know he really blew it at the library. He should have rented that foraging book instead of that helicopter piloting book. God, damn. Ugh, we're not the police station anymore. <laughs> Ugh, bait and switch! Bait and switch. <laughs> He says, if only I had a helicopter, I could get us out And he's, like, muttering this, and she's no, just like... No, if I had a helicopter, now I can forge for berries. So is she giving him a boost, or is he giving her a boost? My build is weasely. I'm gonna give you a boost. <laughs> 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 
like, Alice helps I have a hard time pulling myself up over the edge. I say, push! Push! Uh, okay, so I kind of get up and I look around and I talk to the people around me and make sure that they're okay and I tell them, you know, gather your families and I try to lead um, kind of as many people as I can in a reasonable number outside to like one secure area. We should follow them. Bring people out with me that are already in groups. She looks like she knows what she's doing. Clint. She probably read the pamphlets and got brainwashed. <laughs> but if they have food, we'll stick with them. I am not sharing my Luna bars. I'm all out of hot pockets. Dan McDaniel says, <laughs> I smashed my hot pockets. <laughs> Dan McDaniel looks to Clint Howard and says, that means you were the first to see the Nohain. Nohain? Clint Howard says, I don't remember very well. It was a long time ago. Some sort of strange purple lights flying towards Clint Howard just streaming over his ears. You can feel like a heat as they move by. Clint Howard, who says he told the cop that he didn't remember what, remember what happened, remembers it perfectly because it's exactly what he had read about for years and years on his conspiracy <laughs> theorist blogs. And he knew the aliens were here. Uh, Fully Al- com- 100% Al- Alice, confident. Alice like, grabs a hold of Clint's arm and drags him down onto the top of the roof of the train, which we are still on top of. And he's grabbing and saying, they're here! They're here! I'm like, God they're damn it, here. get down! All these years. Could be some kind of weather-related. Alright, so you duck behind. Yeah, I'm, I'm not not take, oh, like, take some yeah, cover. Not investigating. Just ducking. No, just ducking. You hear gunshots coming. From outside the train, like, like there's a, pop, pop or a de- there's de- a there's de- a like train doors between the trains, right? And the door is now opened up because some people left, and uh, and you can hear gunshots coming from right outside there, and then you see flashes of light uh, shoot by. And very faintly, they're here, they're here. <laughs> Am I outside the train or inside the train? You are just like because right at the doorway, like ready to ent- uh, exit the. Just threshold. as you were leaving. The okay, train. I'm gonna tell people. You know, I'm not sure what's going on outside. Let's just Maybe stay right stay inside here and get down. I tell my little group of people. I don't have a ton, like maybe like ten or twelve. Not like the whole train load of people. Little, just kind of just like enough some of the people from the car. Just some of the people from my car that were like in kind of grouped together already. I'm like, hey, let's just hang out. Let's just get down and stay safe right here. I'm sure somebody's taking care of this. All right. Uh, I definitely do not approach the gunfire. <laughs> Go towards the gunfire. So I hear her saying, let's hang out, and I think that's a great idea. So I uh, I, I start moving towards their group. As uh, Again, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of... I was going to leave and take people out of the train. Like, need to get people out. But now I'm stopping to do that, and so I'm keeping them in the train now. Wasn't it daytime a second ago? Is it nighttime or daytime? It was daytime. And now it's suddenly nighttime. Alice it says, is well, dark. It is dark now. It's daytime, but it is now dark. Yeah. Oh, that does That's, not mean that it is nighttime. That is more spooky. Could it be the sudden eclipse? No. That's continuing? <laughs> An unscheduled eclipse? It is dark, and I'll say that Clint Howard, who's always watching for, uh, always watching for, like, um, uh, things being wrong uh he's he knows immediately when he looks up there's just no stars in the sky it is dark like the middle of the night but there's not a star in the sky and this train was going through the middle of the countryside so there's no light pollution it's just blank 
Alright. I've got like four raver bands that I can use. But I don't want to use them yet, so you let me know. I'll crack those suckers wide open. I've got red, orange, and two blues. Clint Howard sees train security guard down at the bottom of the train. He's shooting at where these uh, at where these lights are coming from. And as you see the lights hit the ground, they explode, and you see grass and dirt fly upwards. And you can feel the train shudder each time one of them hits the side of the train. Why are they shooting at the train? Who's shooting at the train? He says, it's a cop shooting at the aliens. Haven't they seen Twilight Zone? Just once. Which episode are you talking about? Any of them. Oh. Like, actually any of them. Um, Just let me know when the raver band's on. One of the bolts strikes the security guard as he flies back, releasing his gun that tumbles up on top of the train. Ooh, grab the gun. That's too small. Alice says that. Are we all seeing this, or Ooh, just him? Is he in a safe Um, You're close, close enough, by? like, yeah, you can see. You, saw the you have a, an up, awareness of, like, yeah, going there. Or do you? The train's, um, like, upside down right now, right? Yeah. So oh, actually, the car is upside said down. he climbed up the top of the window, right? Side. So now it's, it's on its side. It flipped over one more time to on its side. Just okay. It's yeah, going to continue that's doing that, and we're going to log roll it to safety. Don't worry, guys. What? So what happened to the security guard? Guy? Oh, sure. he got hit by a purple blast, and then like his gun just released from like his hand. Someone threw, threw it. Right. But what happened to him? After the his body his his he gets thrown back against the train like or, and just falls down right in front of the doorway there that you're standing you. at. Does he have like a smoldering wound? And there's a smoldering wound in his chest with like smoke coming up. I pull him into the Ooh. train and try and check him out. Do he dead? Like is he alive? There's um I'm checking for pulse and I pull off his shirt and see what the hell, like, is this a... F- He's breathing, but when you, like, pull, when you uh, rip open his shirt, which didn't take Look much effort because there was just a whole, like, there was a whole area, like, burned where there was no shirt anymore. Maybe it's burned onto his flesh. You're able to pull it off, and you can just see there's, like, a crater in his chest. He's breathing, but it's, it's extremely the rapidly Like, ending. dented or, like, carved out or burned out or like something? Like, burned out. Oh, gosh. So we're seeing, like, ribs and chunks of lung and stuff. Through yeah. This. Ew! What a okay. horrible thing that I don't see. I'm going to um, see if he's got a radio on him. He does. He does? Okay, I'm going to radio out to whoever he... Whatever was the last call yeah, out. <laughs> Turn yeah, it on, and you immediately hear... Like, it's a walkie-talkie, right? Yeah. And you immediately hear... Uh, um, just a voice shouting in the walkie-talkie, go, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? And then it cuts out. It just Hearing cuts out, like no the walkie-talkie dies, the signal Or like, dies, no, no, like like the like the person broadcasting released the button. Oh. Um, okay. Hearing the radio chatter, hearing if there is some radio chatter, um, Alice. Clint says, we gotta get down there, and is going to uh, actually drop down back inside the train. Aww. With the gun. Oh, good. Grab the gun and drops down, face out of the train to see who's down here with the radio. <laughs> Just, ooh, radio noise. Let's I stay up, on, I I stay up on top and I say, I will stay up here for now. <laughs> She's totally flat, like yelling down into, I'm going to stay up here because I can see better from up here and I'm not inside the tin can of. 
Does um people is all the like the blue firing stuff coming from one direction? Is Purple. it coming from all kinds of directions? All coming from one Purple? direction. Okay. Does it have a sound? Is it like? Um. Uh, yeah, it's like thaboom, but only when it hits. There's no like uh, gunshot noises or something like that. Oh, crap. There's no no origin noises. Okay. Um. We should. Like we should either stay in here or get the hell away. That's my. Vote. I vote get the hell away. All right. Let me let me uh, radio to the personnel. See if there's a group that's already leaving that we can join up. It wouldn't be a good idea to just take off in any direction. We don't know who these people are. We don't know if we're actually being fired at. We don't know if we're being bombed. If, I think it's kind of obvious we're being fired at. Just saying. From on top of the train. Yeah, she's yelling. She's yelling <laughs> down into it. Oh, she can see you. You hole. heard me say down. that through all of the. <laughs> <laughs> Never underestimate the ability of an obnoxious, of an obnoxious sixteen-year-old just butting into a conversation that she knows nothing okay, about. She puts that ear, earbud back in. I'm gonna radio um, back to that number and I say, um, you know, this is Carol Johnson. We are in compartment number nine twelve. I've got about uh, twelve to fifteen civilians. Um, have uh, has military personnel or anything been notified? Is there what, what would you, what do you want me to do with all these people? You hear, uh, you hear a voice, it's just like a hysterical voice. It just says, you gotta get the hell out of here. They're under, we're under attack. It's a terrorist attack. Okay, great. I lie to everybody and I say, okay, everybody, it's fine. Uh, we're <laughs> going to get out of here. Uh, somebody's coming, but we need to leave in case the train, you know, something structurally happens. It's not safe here. <laughs> so um, everybody follow me. We're going to go out of the train and go in the opposite direction that the fire is coming from. So everybody just please yeah, stay calm. How, um, how many people are the, unable the train, to <laughs> The train car con continues to shudder. It goes boom, boom, and you can feel the whole thing shake as the barrages continue to hit it. Not penetrating through, though. On the inside, there's like no, you know, there's no effect. But all the fire is coming from one. Yes. So there's like a lot of basically kinetic force that's hitting like one a, side. Okay, well, I say my little speech, but, um, you know, I'm not like really the is strong it? leader type. I'm more like the leader if no one else is. So yes. I don't wait to see by if default. anybody follows me, and I ditch out of there. Um, <laughs> I say my piece, and it's more of a you can come if you I'm want. I'm going this way. <laughs> But I ditch out of, uh, I basically crawl over the door and jump over the other side. She doesn't seem like a government person or a big corporation person, so that's following her. <laughs> Is it possible to move through the train cars, or are they totally twisted and unaligned or something? Uh, this train became uh, completely detached from the other cars. You can see uh, like a flaming wreckage of another car, and then another car. They're like separated. You, you seem to have like uh, rolled slightly down a hill. Okay. So the track is up a hill a bit. Towards but your, the fire? No, your car kind of, it rotated as it, as it spun and fell. So you find yourselves now perpendicular to the hill and the track with gotcha. fire coming from this end. So the, so the, so the, the fire, the, the, the bolts are coming at a parallel direction that the track was running. Does that I all see. make sense? I got it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So we're getting broadside hits, not long way hits. Correct. Actually. Correct. Broadside. Broadside hits on the, on the car. Okay. Um. It's actually how many people look like they can? Are there any people who can't travel? Besides, obviously, the security guard who is probably not long. Many. Before. There are unconscious people. There are people like bleeding profusely from from uh, glass. There are a lot. It's the first of many. Most of the people your... in the car, which was a full passenger car. Uh, 
did not pass their uh, discipline check when rolling over and are either unconscious or bleeding uh, or heavily injured. I would say they're only about, besides the, the, the six, the four of you, there are like six people that are up and moving and able-bodied. Right Any now. small people? Kids or something? Children? Uh, yeah, there's one conscious child and you, and from glancing around you immediately see two unconscious children. Okay. I can't carry a human, but I'll grab a kid. Alright. You got one of the unconscious ones? Yeah. Alright. Which one? The one closest. Ah. The one looks like they're of equal distance from you. No. I'm gonna start traveling basically along the train, <laughs> along the tracks, keeping the train as basically a barrier, so that I'm not like off, just going totally off, but staying basically with people. So if I run into other people that know what they're doing or have an idea what's going on, but trying to stay away from keeping the train as basically a protective barrier or train cars. And that, as I understand it. Says Dan McDaniels. Dan McDaniel. Was when you first ran into. What's your name? Carrot. Carrot. I mean, Carrot. Carrot knows that the Alien Immigration Act of 2004, passed by uh, the United States government in 2004, forbids any law enforcement um, officers in the. Um, to ever question any of the alien races about, um, about life on the other side Life or deeds. and as such in a request such as this he is in no way required to um, explain or talk about what he was doing prior to the event so uh, however he knows personally that on the other side he was in the middle of a uh, he was in the middle of an all-out battle with a uh, small squad of Nohane along with his military um, with the squad or whatever you call it. Yeah, squad. He was with his squad, but they, at least in the last couple minutes of chaos, uh, are nowhere to be seen. Okay. And sees these creatures running towards him. How many people followed me? It is not recognized. Um, they all followed you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, actually, two of them stayed behind because they had um, uh, loved ones that are, that are part of the unconscious Dying. or injured and they're trying to help them. Four of them we're like, but we got a little ragtag group. Here. Let's get out of here. Did, did you guys and I don't know about you guys. Oh, oh yeah, he's following. Well, yeah. I see Clint like sprinting off, you know, and being like, okay, I slide down off of the top of the. You train. think she's a G man? You're probably towards the back of the pack. Uh, yeah. Carrying a kid. Carrying a kid. And that's when, for the first time, you see a large creature, mostly resembling a human, with Looks horns. Looks like Satan. Except eight feet tall. Large horns. You can describe the rest. What does he look like at the time? Large he... horns. Uh, he's, I mean, looks pretty much the same as he does now, a little bit younger, except he's got a very obvious uniform-looking outfit on. Um, How impressive is their battle gear yeah. and stuff? Um, well, they're a little bit old style, so they have... Uh, their technology isn't what you'd call, like, Kevlar style, but he's wearing some very obvious padded armor clothing over his chest and shoulders. Got a very large cudgel on one side and what looks like some kind of old rifle. Hmm. And he is very much holding the rifle and staring at the awkward looking creatures that are running towards him. Any hats? No hats. 
Well, you could style your hats around. It does see that, like the purple Somehow. bolts flying in the direction that the humans are are fleeing you from. You can interpret that a couple ways. And uh, you know, the big the big train is still there now, a little bit in the distance, acting as like kind of a massive broadside shield there, kind of protecting you guys from direct line of sight. Uh, um. Alice's so we're all so we're all on my reaction. Yeah. Okay. So he sees. He sees. you open fire. He does not open fire because whatever's coming towards him isn't obvious no-hangs, and they don't look like they're attacking. They more look... Terrified! In fact, well, humans look more like uh, Hedgians than no-hangs. Yeah, so they're he's mostly maybe confused. Maybe like Hedgian, Hedgian children, maybe? Hedgian children with no horns or tails. Oh god, they've been mutilated! <laughs> well, they're dressed oddly, they look a little bit weird, and he's not quite sure what the hell they are. So he's got his gun out, and he's just kind of... Right at this point, he's just basically staring at them, not saying anything. Uh, you can tell that there's a fight going on further than there, but he's not really willing to charge by a group of charge at a whole group of unknown creatures at this point so he just kind of lets them approach and sort of stands there and towers over all of them at the moment uh i definitely try and avoid him like <laughs> go around and keep going because he just looks more crazy and crazy right now is bad Clint shouts out not aliens angels and devils he doesn't know how to really interpret that because well, I don't speak English. Alice, you do not speak English, so Alice they are shouting goes, gibberish. Well, if it's between the angels and the devils, the devil's the one not shooting at me, so maybe Yet. it's not the one to worry about. And then she like runs up to you and is like, "Bat!" All you all you get is just a, a stream of babble, and she's just like pointing really emphatically, and what everyone else hears is just like again a, just a stream of babble. You know. That's what we hear too, yeah. And <laughs> they hear a street from the sixteen-year-old. Yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> you know, she's talking faster than her mouth can actually form the words. Uh, but the point generally comes across that she's that she's uh, in a panic state about the previously shot vehicle that's like right there, and uh, wants you to do something about it because you're huge. And that's when suddenly. A bright flash of light from right, uh... They're like, you guys are like running near him, but you're not... How close did you get to... to, to Within shouting distance? So I'm going to say like 10 feet? He took a wide shouting. And... Definitely no closer than shouting. Yeah, she's like 10 we feet away. We would have freaked out the closer we got to him the more detail we saw. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. She's, she's freaked it's out beyond... Like, then we'll say, we'll say then like in a triangle, the third point in the equilateral triangle from... You guys is when you see a, like just three quick bright flashes of light, just whoosh, 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 and you see three creatures that make the person that you just came in sight of look positively normal as these uh, creatures wearing no clothing and um, green skin, green skin, and uh, with legs that uh, that have uh, that are bent backwards compared to humans as one of them is crouching all the way down with its backwards knee kind of like all the way um uh, bent. Flamingo. bent and uh, and then the two in the back looking forward and you can just see their their massive solid black eyes as they look at the Hedgian creature as look at Eddie's character your name is carrot, uh, carrot. and uh 
The one in uh, the one in front is holding a uh, the one in front is holding a backwards uh, a, 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 um, kind of a curved blade uh, a curved blade as like he as he like as he leaps forward into a, a sprint like a scythe um, towards carrot and the other two uh, you see the same purple glow start forming in their hands. Okay, I immediately kind of stop and I roll turn initiative. Okay. Is everyone okay to spend a little bit more time here tonight? I'm oh, down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. What? What have we been? Because I could also say. I forget how we do initiative right here. Ooh, this would be a good spot. This What's gonna happen? And we'll continue next week. Yeah. What's gonna happen? Nobody. Do you want to roll initiative first? We'd have to review how combat works and even yeah. read how I, initiative works. I want to um, play more, but this does not seem like a. We play for like half an hour more. Like this. No, this would probably this would probably we got we we need a refresher on combat and it would take a while. You guys have never done it before, so it'd actually take quite a while. So we'll continue next week. That is the end Excellent. of the premiere episode of Thursday night season two. Yay! Awesome. There's one more thing. Yeah, the innovation. That's right. Um, For all of you that stayed I don't know how to roll initiative. We'll continue next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is basically how that went. That Should I hand off the handgun to you when we get fighting? I don't Do shoot. That. Who has, who well, has like, range well, light? I, have way range dice light. I don't have any skills in that, but I have four agility, so I would roll four. You would roll four and then upgrade one of them to a yell, so you'd be better, but I don't know if it's... You have four agility? I do have four I agility. Also, oh God, we're going to be teamed up so much, it's going to be weird. Yay! Well, I'm going to go with heavy guns. You also have three brawn, he has heavy. three cunning. Yeah. See, three brawn and cunning, we're, we're different. There's going to be I some more different. I have three brawn and As four More agility. different. I might, between now and next week, because I don't want to change characters later, but I might, instead of go bounty hunter, try and figure out a different way Wait, to I do... I drew a picture. Similar things, but different later down there. There's us. Mm-hmm. There's us at the bottom of a hill. There's us down there running away. Hieroglyphics. And there's oh, the right notes. Oh, the adventure hieroglyphics. All right. Oh, crazy innovation. <laughs> so that was <laughs> a lot of fun. Man, we're still sitting on it. Oh, wait, that's not the right thing. Oh, yeah, Season two, episode one. Oh, you're such a dog. You're so cute. Complete. Um. That's right. That was the very beginning of our... Uh, that was, so it was in, a little bit, very slight introduction to our campaign world. Although really not much of an introduction because this is a 10-year-old flashback. So uh, a lot of our fans probably still unclear about exactly what's going on. Probably mostly figured it out by now, perhaps. Um, still need a quick description of the world, yeah. Um, I hope that, that kind of trying to reveal, uh, my, my attempt here is to reveal the world in exposition as we're doing. We're kind of showing um, a, a lead up to explanation of the so world. like the first time we saw. However, I would, I would love, I would love for viewers to post feedback on the forums from, from that perspective. Because playing, especially playing these system tour games, Fiasco was the biggest inspiration. Really trying to think of a campaign as, as a movie. And a lot of systems say that. They're like, think of this as a movie. You want it to be fun to watch every scene. You know, they, they use that as the, as the guideline. You know, like, if this is not a scene you'd see in the movie of your campaign, then you should probably just skip over it and get to the next interesting part. Like, you don't need to role play left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot down the sidewalk unless there's an interesting conversation going on at that or time dance. that you want to role play. So I'm actually, I'm very much interested in the feedback of viewers of, um, 
is is the exposition moving at an interesting pace? And are you understanding what's going on, or is it? I like, really like how we transitioned from one location to another in the New World of Darkness campaign when we went from like the police station to the library to the mortuary place. I was really trying to channel that. Then we just went as the door slammed shut and then we sped off and then we fought, we got robbed. I was actually I was personally trying to channel um uh Ed, I can't remember the name. No. Ed, the guys that did Eddie? um Shaun of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead so and Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the way they do their cuts. The way they do their cuts just like quick <laughs> slam the door. Wheel spin and they're at the place. Like the that's what I was trying. <clears throat> they drink the beer and yeah, I can't remember what the name of those guys is. Smash cuts. No, that's actually not a smash cut. A I know, smash but cut it is a cut like away it. to another it sounds scene. Sounds right. Um, I can't remember what. Anyway, the point is, um, the point is, I was trying to channel that. That's in my head. What I was think going it's a on? Good way of doing. It. And, especially, and the thing is, when we're going to talk about to make it more like a movie, that's why whether or not the power level really makes sense for it, there will will be a helicopter in this campaign, and we will fly it, and you'll probably oh, shoot a machine gun out of it. Oh, and how will we fly it? I kind of like your crazy character, and I think the characters that we build around each other will really create a weird, interesting story. Oh yeah. Jump cut. Uh, Edgar Wright. I was right. I started with Ed, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yeah. yeah. Edgar Wright. That's uh, that's the the director of those movies. Um, innovation. Okay, the big huge innovation. So. <laughs> the big huge innovation. Get there. Get I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Either way. I'm gonna. No. This is it's is odd, actually. Honestly, I don't know how everyone here at this table is going to react. Okay, I'm, built it up a lot. I'm very interested. Um, I'll this be is this is a this is a I, what I, the the clues I have given is that this is a storytelling innovation that will affect our fans much more than it will affect um, the players. In fact, I even told Sam that how much it affects the players is almost kind of. Um, up to you individually. Um, so, with that being said, let me let me figure out how to say oh it. My God. <laughs> oh my God. Wow! Sponsored by Chick Um. So, I invite all of our viewers to tune in next Thursday for episode two. I, this is I'm. For episode two any different. Well, of, the, of the Thursday Nights <laughs> season two campaign, and then the following Wait, week, maybe on Wednesday, June nineteenth, to tune in to the first episode of the View from the Other Side. Two campaign, one campaign, two stories. We'll be live streaming on Wednesdays and Thursdays with a different group. For each of them, telling two stories, synchronized timelines, in the same campaign world. Ooh. That is it. So I'm not sure I follow what that means. We're playing twice no, a week? No, you are, you are not playing twice a week. Thurs, Thursday nights will be streaming with a second group. Eric will be a part of that group. Is being done, is taking place in San Francisco. Uh, as will Elizabeth, who played with us during Atomic Robo. Hmm. And Kalen will be running that game as Game Master. From down there, and then you guys run a game, and it's in the same world. It's in the same campaign world. And I'll, I don't want to reveal too much about the story there, but we'll say that it is a parallel story from the other side. 
That's not starting for two weeks. Two weeks. It was going to be next week, but um, the scheduling. Sounds like that group couldn't get there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just DM and two players? Or are they no, no, no. More? Uh, we Greg, are Greg looking for... I'm playing. Uh, Eric's playing. Elizabeth's playing. And Kalen's running it as GM. So you guys could kill each other's characters when Out of spite. depending which person is interesting. <laughs> interesting. Oh, you think I've thought of that? So uh, yes. So here's the here's the, the 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 interesting thing. This is why I said it would affect the fans much more. Yes. Because it really kind of Good affects time. you not at all. Wednesday Could potentially evenings. not. Don't make any plans, guys. Not so, so, uh, and so the answer to some questions I saw come up immediately. Um, uh, uh, you will not have to watch both to get a full, satisfying story. Um, each side of the story will be uh, will be written such that it is a campaign that stands on its own because. I wouldn't make it where you guys have to now watch a D&D live stream, which you may not be interested in, like, in um, order to enjoy our campaign. Ender's Game, Ender's Shadow, maybe. Uh, Wait, look at it. That's, that's pretty different, because that's like a, a character in the exact same I know, events. but I, yeah. I mean in the sense of this you is, don't have to read one to appreciate the other. Uh, yes, but um, <laughs> true. Maybe Ender's Shadow. So... The, but the idea is, uh, for the fans, if you want to only watch Wednesdays, if you're only available Wednesdays, you'll get a full, complete, interesting story. If you only want to watch Thursdays, you'll get a full, complete, interesting story. If you watch both, you will get a lot more um, back and forth about the story, and there will be... Um, I'm not going like, to spoil anything, but, but, but they will be directly related in a lot of interesting ways that can stand on its own, but will be even more interesting if you do both. It'll be so cool. You guys, as players, do we you want to watch Wednesdays? You can. It, there absolutely won't be like secret things that are revealed on Wednesdays that would detract from playing on Thursdays. That won't be the case. You'll get How a lot more. How do you guys manage doing two campaigns? We set up well, we're, I'm not running both of them, which is the only way it's even possible. Gotcha. Kalen's running the other one. You're welcome. But I yeah, imagine Greg she's still doing a lot of the both. writing for both, though, right? No. Huh? No? Not necessarily. Oh, you do a lot of... Okay. I don't know. She didn't do is anything still, for today. So it's still 7 to 11? Is that it? Um, it will actually be 8 to 11 on Wednesdays. Probably. I need to verify timing. Sounds like um, that group can't really get their act together. It's, it, it'll likely be a slightly Aww. shorter oh, session. Oh, and that game will be in the New World of Darkness system. What? That doesn't make any sense! <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, we're just reskinning these systems for our own purposes, but it's going to be New World of Darkness. The same huh. one we were just Do we playing. get to gun down the other party? That's really what we've all been wondering No promises. <laughs> Cannot reveal anything at about future point, events of stories. At some point, we will clash, and we'll have to have a massive player versus player dice fest. Super battle. Totally systems different, will be different systems. The systems will be different, so we'll roll dice, and we'll say, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Drink for it. We're going to say, I'm pretty sure I won. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, Sanguine Sun, good question. Uh, does the audience have any effect, or is it just we watch two sets? Um, we did our thing called uh, fan chat choice. choice. Chat choice. Jeez, dude. Chat choice uh, during season one for only a very short period of time, actually. However, it led to some of the most memorable um, moments of the season one campaign. The Rampede being the prime example. There were others. I can't remember. She's the only one I can remember right now. Rampede is a good, memorable one. Let's see. Oh, uh, the the freaking magical badger was was born from chat choice. Seriously? Yeah. 
Because it was a Baldur's Gate reference that I didn't get, but someone said it, and then I ran with it. Yeah. You gave um, him a really nice voice, too. So, yes, we, um, we will be bringing back chat <laughs> choice in some fashion. I want to make it a bigger part of season two. It was a lot of fun when we did it. Um, I'm more committed to making it cool. So, that's it. That's the announcement. So I hope it's not completely disappointing because it really doesn't affect you much. No, it's I, no, it, it, it doesn't. You know, it can potentially affect us uh, not at all. Yeah. Interesting. But um. But it does change. But it's a storytelling. That's why I kept saying it's a it's a storytelling uh, innovation. A never been done before. One campaign world, two campaigns, never been done before in live stream. I love that I can say that because. We so can new. mostly claim that. Uh-huh. We can claim that <laughs> nobody <laughs> has live streamed more hours of, de- of tabletop role playing in the history of mankind. Oh my god! Whoa. And nobody has Whoa, had. You know, there are actual play podcasts that have run longer than us, but no one's done live streaming as long as us. There was one group that was live streaming when we started, but they fell off like a month or two into us doing live streaming, and we've stayed steady for three years. It's because we care. And crazy. Mike, yes, you were right. It does Vaguely. involve Eric. Vaguely. Um, so yeah. Jenga showdown. I like. you were saying you needed to call him and you can get a hold of him. That's why I've been trying to get a hold of him. And he's in Cabo San Lucas. Yeah. So figured that out once he finally called me. I sent him an email, texts, phone calls. I mean, what if? I look at his team. Background audio by Plate Mail Games. MP3s on sale at rpgnow.com.